taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.R.G. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. It's the motherfucking Fade Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about. Coming to you live, direct, Hawk Studios, Baltimore City. What the fuck is yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies yo, and fuckboys, we are back. Back in the fucking building. You know, I want to start <gasps> hot. I'm coming in hot. Ah, fast like and it. furious. Mm. Uh, Just to let maybe, you guys know, maybe, we've, had a, we had, we've had a couple glasses of wine, so yeah, 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 <laughs> a little turned up. We're drinking red tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? That was a bad Fast and Furious reference because they're on like movie nine. Yeah. I don't think we need a what's a what's a better better movie franchise I could have went with. Uh, literally any. What do you want to do? Uh, Fuck it. The Dark Knight. What is that? Is that a? No, you can't come that? in Dark Knight. That's okay. that's rapey. What French? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, how is that rapey? Because it's, it's it's dark. It's at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can really tell a lot about somebody about where their mind goes or things that are Listen, just there. What is the connection? Whenever I explain what? my sense get of humor, get to whatever to people, the fuck you're trying to get to. I always start with it's dark and inappropriate. That's my <laughs> sense of humor. Okay. Um, so let's start off. Let's open up with, uh, you know, last week, next week, yeah, right? That's what we do. A segment I love. Yeah. So last week, mm. I received two emails. Okay. Okay. Mm. One from Apple TV Plus, mm. the team okay. at Apple TV Plus. Saying what? Uh, the other from Disney Plus. Okay. Right? I actually did receive an email from Disney Plus last week. It was well-timed. I got like one after the other back-to-back. And I was like, oh, and again, this happened last week. So last week, Apple TV is like, hey, Arain, how's it going? We're going to extend your Apple TV Plus subscription through February of 2021. Fuck 2020. It's been a tough year. We got your back. And I, I'm like, I will, I will give them kudos if they actually said fuck 2020. No, I didn't say that. God, but they yeah. wanted to. If Steve Jobs were still here, he'd probably <laughs> yeah. say it. Fuck colon cancer. You dive out on that ledge. 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 What did I just uh, say? Ledge. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah, some white wine. Yeah, what, what, what are you drinking? Red yeah, or white? Yeah, white. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, so again, so Apple TV uh, extended my shit and I'm like, cool. I wasn't using it anyway, but thanks for the extension. It's free. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. So next week, I'm still not going to be watching shit on Apple TV, (laughs) but hey, it's free. Right. Uh, So the other email I got was from Disney Plus. They're like, hey, Rain, what's up? We know you just got that email from Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Um, Your renewal's coming up. Do you want (laughs) to? No. (laughs) Right. Do you want to renew? No. <laughs> Apple TV just read up. What? what are you offering me? Yeah, you, you know, know we're we're, gonna, we're actually going to talk about this a little later. Like in terms of like, yo, like we we seem to fucking. What have you people. done for me lately? Yo, like we, we we don't value like we have this thing fucked up where as a client uh, as like a like not client uh, I guess like a customer of uh, Apple or Disney Plus, you're valuable to them. Maybe individually you're not right, but as a collective, right? Yeah. But still, you get enough people saying, nah, fuck it. Then that's going to hurt your bottom line. A right? million people say, nah, don't, don't forget to treat your people well. Yeah. Don't forget. You got to come up with that deal every now and then. Hey, sh- hey, you hear me fucking Xfinity? You got to come up with a fucking deal every now and then. You know, I'm, t- I'm sick of this shit. listening in like, shit, yeah. we're going to lose them. We're going to yeah, lose them. Yeah, all right. Someone sent the email. <laughs> they already know they lost them. So Apple, yeah. so Disney Plus sends me the email like, hey, yeah. you know, your renewal's coming up. Do you want to renew? Immediately, I'm like, fuck no. Um, but I think I have until like November 31st, right? And yeah. here's where they fucked up. Mm. The Mandalorian season two mm. drops. I believe it's like November, or I'm sorry, October, October 30th. 30th. October 30th. 
That's okay. right. Yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about this, this trailer. You've given me everything I need. I've uh, uh, so I opted out of the automatic renewal, yeah. and you're giving me the Mandalorian season two. Fucking up. But here's where they're going to get win you. it. No, no. Here's where they're going to get you. Mm. you, you, can you no, I've already seen all the Marvel shit. No, no. Can you? You can you can tell me where they're going to get you. You know where they're going to get you, right? But, uh, uh, the Winter Soldier and and uh, fucking well, maybe eventually. But where they're really going to get you is is that the Mandalorian is going to be like twelve episodes long, mm-hmm. and you only have about like four weeks. That don't worry about it. It's COVID nineteen, <laughs> baby. What does that mean? I don't have shit else to do. Where am I going to go? No, no, no. I'm saying so. You're only going to be they, they release the episodes every week. They don't they don't release the Ma- Mandalorian all at once. No, they, what? <laughs> <laughs> What? Fuck your game all up. You, you thought you had it planned. <laughs> really? Yo, no, you, I don't you, remember you know that. You know what you just sound like? Uh, you sounded like, you know, uh, you sound like the Atlanta Falcons at like halftime of uh, the Super the Bowl score? with the Patriots. What? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. What's happening now? <laughs> we haven't won a game all season? What? No, I'm talking about of the uh, the New England Patriots when they lost. Yeah, the yeah when they Bowl. lost to Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they thought they had it wrapped up and then they were like, wait. Guys, what's going on here? <laughs> um, Tom who? Yeah. He did what? <laughs> so, but no, no, um, no. And listen. Yeah. Uh, Disney, I'm sorry about what I said earlier. <laughs> I love you guys. Guys. I'm looking directly at the camera. Guys. I love you guys, okay? Guys, just please take me back. the entire season. <laughs> yeah. Or send me another email and, and extend it's my re-up. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to re-up. Thank you, they, they know what's going on. Uh, who's the new motherfucker there? Uh, uh, Chopic. Chopic. Bob. It's Bob. A, it's a Bob it's guy, one right? of the yeah. Bobs. Yeah, Bob. yeah. It's a Bob. Let's chop it up, Bob. <laughs> Just chop it up. <laughs> anyway, that's my, uh, that's my last, last week, week next this week. week. Or next. Jesus, even I'm fucking up. Last week, yeah, next week. You there fucked you it up. I got it right. Yep. Uh, okay. So for last week, next week, uh, we're going to talk about this story later, but it's the craziest shit with uh, fucking Rudy Giuliani. Um, he got caught on tape week. doing some like, yeah, yo, like shit, it's not right? even caught on tape. It's it's like in a movie, and it's just like, how the fuck does this happen? Like, mm, do you yeah. not fucking have a publicist? Do you not have like somebody who's like able to fucking watch over you? And this is after his daughter came out and said like, yo, fuck these. Yeah, guys. he's a don't even vote for Trump. Yeah, yeah, isn't it funny how all their daughters are basically or like the family like, that's not the immediate or uh, I guess uh, who's that fucking dead looking corpse lady? Uh, Anna uh, Annie, Conway. Anna Conway. Annie Conway. Or, no, no. Uh, it's um, Laura Conway. Nicole what is Conway? her name? Something Conway. Fucking, Doesn't matter. Proceed. Yeah, I know who you're talking white about. White woman name. Uh, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> fucking uh, Christy. Christy. No, let's just move on. <laughs> no, dude, I gotta get this. I gotta get this. Danielle Conway. Uh, no, I'm going to Laura Kellyanne. Kellyanne. Shit, I should have went deeper south. Okay. Because <laughs> that's like, you know, Kellyanne is the, Alabama, like southern, I guess. you know, Georgia, Ooh. Louisiana. Yeah, I, I guess whenever you add an N to the end of your name, it's, oh, like it's either a southern thing or like a Jamaican name. I, I know. Who? Come on. I, I've known a couple of Jamaicans who had an N uh, on the end of their name. I knew I used to know a Shelly Ann. She was from Trinidad and Tobago. No, she's they always Jamaica. pretend <laughs> like they're Jamaicans. Listen, literally they're, from Jamaica. Yeah, they're from Trinidad and Tobago. Don't let them fool you. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, Rudy uh, Giuliani, he got caught up in some crazy shit with Borat. We're going to talk about that a little later, though. Um, and then also, I'm exci- I was excited this past week. Uh, Blackish season seven um, premiered, which is uh, I you know as as the years have gone on, I've gone on to appreciate the show so much more um than than i think i had previously uh it's such a it's a show that's like daring and they do just different shit with it and they're not afraid to go to certain places and uh you know i think it's 
it's to show that like after it's done, I think it will be recognized, you know, for more highly regarded. Yeah, yeah than what it is I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen an episode of Blackish. Yeah, yeah. Again, trust me. Like I think it's it's a show that people will go back and like, all right, let me watch an episode of you, and then you're like, oh shit, why did it's, I? Miss where's this? it on? Like, it's on like Hulu, right? It's on Hulu. Uh, okay. It's it, uh, it's a, it's an ABC show. Um, so you know, if you have basic TV, I guess you could yeah. just catch it. You know, I wonder how many like Trump voters like watch that show and actually like it. They're like, I honestly, I love this show, but honestly, when it comes time to check that ballot, they're like, nah, I gotta go country. the other way. <laughs> um, Is that the no, ultimate like paradox? It's like I love weirdly, this thing. But I uh, not enough Cinco de Mayo, uh, yeah, Taco I, Tuesday. I love Taco Tuesday. Build the wall, so like, build the wall. How, how do you fucking? <laughs> well, we we compartmentalize as human beings. We just like fucking segment shit off, you know. Uh, but, that is true. What I was gonna say is like the show is actually weirdly enough. I think it's in some ways built for somebody who's maybe not like a diehard, you know, Trump voter, but like somebody who's just like who has like some beliefs. But I think it's it's made to like target those type of people who like believe shit but maybe don't understand certain other shit because it's like an explainer basically yeah is, is what blackish is i i love it i think it's a great show uh so yeah that, that's what i got to say about uh last week next week uh moving the fuck on uh l- let's move on to our first uh first uh topic here so uh we have uh a trailer for a show that if you don't was dead and gone yeah if you um, don't remember this show yeah yeah you're not old enough to do anything yeah, listen. If you're ever out at a bar, yeah, <laughs> and you meet a girl, I don't know where you're going with this. And you're like, oh, hey, do you remember the Animaniacs? And, and she's, she's like, like no. no, she's too young for you. Whoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta, yeah, you gotta check, <laughs> listen, check that ID. She uh, is too young for you. That's when you just put up the hand. Check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring my bill. I don't know her. That's when Chris yeah. Hansen from Dateline NBC will walk Pops in. Like, up. he's your bartender now. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> When Chris Hansen comes and tells you to have a seat, you're like, it's over. Oh, yeah, I, Chris, I bought her a Bud Light. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, no, no, he's not trying to hear any of that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Animaniacs is back. Uh, let's just let's just go through it real quick. Um, what are their names again? Wacko, Dottie, and I really honestly forget. I got two out of three. Come on, you can't get any out of no. Three. I can't get any. I have a terrible memory. I thought I told you that. <sighs> Did I not? Um, so it's Wacko, Yakko, and Dottie. Sure. I'll yeah. agree. Yeah, why not? Um, so basically, Animaniacs is just like kind of like zany cartoon that uh, it, it follows basically. I don't even know what they are. What are they? Uh, are Ferrets? They? What are they? I don't know what they are. They're not mal- They're not rats. Are yeah, I don't think they were rats. Uh, I don't think they're cats. Are they ferrets? Um, yeah, we can easily like look this up. I don't know why I'm trying to do it Damn, all from memory. This is a great question. Yeah, we all know what Pinky is. Oh, I I cannot wait. So Pinky and Brie goes back. I, I, yo, that, I, that's literally in my notes of uh things. Oh. So, uh, but to get to give you guys the uh, the, the kind of like the 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 quick synopsis. Uh, so. Uh, it's like the zany adventures of a trio of 1930s animated characters uh, in modern world. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they are. They're rats, cats, whatever the fuck they are. Um, but uh, but basically, there's just like these these trio of whatever they are. And they just go on these weird ass adventures where they use a lot of like pop culture references and talk about a lot of sort of the things that are currently happening in society. Uh, so uh, this was... Um, uh, created or I guess uh, uh, very least directed by um, 
Tom um, Minton, as well as uh, Wesley Wild. Um, and it's got, you know, obviously a lot of writers that, that go on. And I think the entire, like, all the original crew is back for this, uh, for this uh, reiteration. And it originally Great ran phone from, call. Yeah. Hey, you want to make some money? Get the band back Doing together. Doing some shit you used to do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? Yes. <laughs> Been unemployed for the last 20 years. Um, Especially in 2020. <laughs> yes, I want to get back to work. <laughs> but from what I hear, they've been working on this for like a couple of years. But Yeah, um, but that doesn't help my joke. Fair enough. <laughs> I should have just kept it. I should have yeah, just left on. it alone. Yeah, kill my um, joke. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, so uh, this stars uh, Jess uh, Hamill as well as uh, Maurice um, Lamarche, uh, Tress uh, uh, McNeil, as well as uh, Rob Paulson, and is due out on November twentieth of this particular year, and is of course coming out on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, as we watch the trailer, um, there's a lot of things you pick up you know, from the trailer, just, just reminding you for, for one, just even stylistically, just how it looks. Right. And maniacs had like a very distinct, like look, it wasn't like your typical kind of like animated series. There's always just a twinge of just weirdness or oddness to it that didn't yeah. jive with, you know, all the other sort of anim, uh, animated sort of series. It kind of looked, look real, but it was also like almost like a parody of like real life in mm-hmm. terms of like, uh, like it was almost like caricatures, like where you, you know, you see somebody drawing on a street or whatever, yeah. on a dock or whatever, and they draw everybody kind of like just, you know. Like like when you go to like Disney World or a theme park exactly, and yeah. like someone does a quick drawing of you, like that mm-hmm. that style of art. Um, yeah. Here's what I love most about watching this trailer mm-hmm. is because I remember watching this show as a kid, right? Yeah. The trailer, for a second, I thought I was like watching like a, recap of like an old episode like the the aesthetic of it the visually it looks almost exactly like it did you know years ago when we were kids right yeah i'm happy they didn't like digitally enhance it they didn't try and animate it any more than it used to be to make it look more modern yeah like we're gonna keep the same texture to this thing that it used to have Mm. but we're going to update the uh, I feel like the speed was a little bit faster, and or maybe it's. Just, I felt like it was the same, but it's just been a while since you yeah. know since we've seen it. Or and it's maybe because we're an adult, like we're adults, we're and like up, we yeah. can process the jokes yeah. and the comedy and the humor. A little Whereas bit when you're a kid, it just goes over your head. So exactly, you're like, whatever. You're just like, you, oh, yeah. they're they're silly and they're crazy. Exactly. But like there's, uh, and we talked about this before we started recording the social commentary. Yeah. In this show, I th- I mean, especially now, it's going to be fucking incredible. The the yeah. the. In the way that South Park uses yeah. social commentary. And honestly, kind of, I, I, I kind of like this better than South Park because South Park's just very, you know exactly what South Park's trying to do. I think with Animaniacs, it's it's disguised, right? Like, so you just have these like zany things that happen and it's all just like, it's almost like an inside joke, right? Like if you get it, you get it. Like South yeah. Park is kind of just like they're, they're meaning to like. They mean to be. Yeah, South Park know, to, wants you to understand it. exactly. Like and maybe X is going to be it's like, like kind of doesn't really that? care. We've Don't, already moved. Yeah, on. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so. Uh. And so yeah. Uh. W- when I was watching the trailer for this, I I thought that it was you know clearly the thing that they were doing is like it's very meta, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're very self referential in terms of like you know. Uh, yeah, are we, you know, hey, do we just, you know, are we interested in coming back for another uh, season? Is it a cash grab? They're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Let's um, all make money. Exactly, you know, and they were like upfront about that in the trailer and, you know, I, I thought that was fucking dope and, you know, it, it basically is the Animaniacs from, because it ran from 1993, I think, through 1998, I believe the original series ran from uh, and 
And they basically like airlifted them at the end of 1998 to now, which I think is dope. They didn't just try to put them in now in terms of like, okay, they're just starting off cool. It's yeah. almost like they were like Captain America, like frozen in time. And yeah. now they just wake up and suddenly it's 2020 and now they have to deal with the world as it is now. Uh, that was kind of the flavor of the uh, the, the trailer, which I, I fucking loved. You know, I, I thought yeah. it was just so dope. What uh, I thought was great was like... I, and I, I mean, I don't fucking know their names, but I think it's like Wacko, right? Right. The, the I, I'm super wild one because yeah, I, look up yeah, their names. Yeah. Uh, he even referenced like I, going I don't know, like, back. How quickly you said that, as if I'm like your lackey. Like, yeah, look it up, lackey. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking slave, you fucking lackey, you servant peasant. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how like he even went back and found his sandwich. And like, yeah. if you know this show, if you yeah. know this cartoon, you know that was a big thing. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. again, they didn't try and uh, like, oh, it's 2020 now. Like, we're here. And like, they're like, you know, again, they airlifted them to modern day. He's like, holy shit, where's my sandwich? Yeah. That for me made it all the more like, all right, this is this is going to be really good. So you have Yakko, which is the, I believe, the tall one. I think I got have, that. I got that earlier, right? Yeah, I got Yakko. Maybe. Um, you have Wacko, got which Wacko. is the sandwich guy. Uh, and then you have Dot, which is... Uh, dot, is it Dot? Dot, yeah. I said Dottie. Close yeah. enough. Fucked it up. No, doesn't count. No, 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 no. It <laughs> counts. It counts. Give me credit where credit is due. I feel like LeBron right now. That's my fourth ring. I want my damn respect. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, a, a lot of nice references. And then seeing Pinky in the brain, I think, was just like... Mm. I needed it. They're I needed be, it. They're going to be able to do so much with Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain, 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 uh, Take brain, over brain, the world. Yeah. They're going to be so many Donald Trump references. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Yeah. I, I, I'm really fucking looking forward to it. It, it was really like, uh, it was one of the, like thinking, like until I saw the trailer, I literally had not thought about Animaniacs since like somewhere in the 90s, right? Um, and seeing it just reminded me of just like, how much I really liked it, you know, and, and and how much I actually looked forward to it, even though it was just like this weird offbeat sort of thing that didn't really, wasn't really tied in. It wasn't like fucking X-Men or anything like that, where it's yeah. just like, all right, we got an entire universe. It was just fucking this weird ass little show, which, uh, which is awesome. Um, just a couple of notes. So, um, so I didn't realize, uh, or I, I've forgotten that Spielberg was actually the, uh, executive producer for the show. Really? Yeah. Um, because you, you, like, and just kind of like how we're seeing now, um, you, you see how like uh, he's, uh, he would like make like, appearances in the show, like, and they would always do it at like the WB like lot, like they yeah. would always like have scenes there and shit. Um, and I think the intro even was like part of like the the WB lot. Um, so so yeah, uh, I had forgotten that until like I, I I just like you know started reading stuff about the show, um, and uh, and yeah. yeah. He's just gonna just gonna get another check, and like he probably has no idea. This is what he does, man. He's gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I'm still, maniacs still getting paid. That's still thing. <laughs> what? He has no idea this is coming back, honey. The, we can go out to dinner tonight. The check is just gonna show. No, no, they don't go out to dinner, <laughs> yeah. honey. Have them bring dinner to us. <laughs> Tell them to close up tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the entire staff here. <laughs> that's uh, uh, I'm sure that's, that's what a rich joke. Like. Yeah, um, <laughs> that I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I told it. I don't understand it. Yeah. So, uh, so again, Animaniacs is returning after what is that? Uh, from '98 to so that's a 22 year, I guess uh, overlay. Fuck. Uh, Damn. Yeah. That's a yeah. It's a 22 year overlay. Uh, so yeah, welcome back. Uh, excited to see I feel it. Old. Um, n- no man, we you know we got to get past this whole like naming shit from the '90s and then saying oh like I feel old because that thing's old. It's like no. 
or just you know, not listen. To that. It's there. okay. It's like listen, getting older. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I actually like getting older, man. Like, embrace. Could it. you imagine being fucking sixteen again? In in with the technology available now, I would. No, I, I would actually hate it. <sighs> Come on, like you know the online chats and fucking I people saying shit about you. Come on, MySpace. Remember MySpace when you could like <laughs> set uh, the music to when people come on your page. Yeah. You know what my music was? Was that for the nine nine in the two thousands? <laughs> See, I don't uh, even gotta say the rest. Yeah, what is the rest? I don't even. I don't even know what the fuck he says after that. He said something. Matt man, Matt man. To back that thing up, and I, but you had the edited version. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, and you probably got it off of uh, fucking Napster. That's probably where you got it. Yep, LimeWire, Napster, Bear Share. You uh, know one shit? of the yeah, I do. I remember all that shit. Yeah, we we kids now don't know how. And yeah, Listen, clearly I'm dating. You know myself. what's? Who remembers the fucking Constitution or the amendments or whatever? Yeah, you know what you remember more than that mm. for the nine nine <laughs> and the two thousands. Listen. A thousand years from now, <laughs> when humanity has abandoned Earth because we've depleted all of its natural resources, <laughs> you still have for the nine. It's gonna be like, oh, fuck. that's gonna be what they remember. Oh from my Earth. god! And, and honestly. Who, Kids who are gonna have grown up yeah. and been born on the space station yeah. are gonna like hear stories about Earth and they're gonna be like, oh man, I wish I could have been there for the nine. We've got a show to do. Yeah, yeah, we, really do. we really do. We really do. We're professionals. Uh, first, pass me the uh, pass me that that wine again. Uh, all right, hey, so let's hey, move hey, on hey, to our when second show. When you're uh, uh, doing, give me, give me the white. Oh, you want the white one? Yeah, I don't. I don't like switching in the middle. Um, no, oh, oh, never yeah, mix. You, you can't mix. You can't mix. All right, let, let, let's get through. I've this. had some dark times. Maybe <laughs> fair enough. I'm sure that's worth a story later. Um, so let's talk about uh, our second trailer here. Uh, we're gonna, you know, Damn, we're only on the second trailer. We're only on the second let's trailer. Go. Yeah, we got we got to hurry up here. Um, so we did get this week uh, another trailer for uh, Mandalorian season two, right? So this is the second trailer that sort of dropped from it. I thought we could talk about it a little bit. Uh, you know, everybody knows what the fuck the Mandalorian is. If you don't, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. All right. Uh, it's about a basically like a, a bounty hunter who's traveling through the galaxy. Yada, yada. He's got fucking baby Yoda. It's sorry. about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Sorry if I uh, uh, spoiler alerted there for you. But um, so obviously directed by uh, Favreau or I'm sorry, created by uh, John Favreau. Um, and you know, stars Pedro Pascal, Carl Weathers, Gina Car- uh, Carano, uh, and then Giancarlo uh, Esposito, uh, who I fucking love, man. He's he's such a dope actor, man. And he always plays like the same character. It's like just this stoic dude who doesn't really say too much. He yeah. just is like very straight laced, but he's always doing something fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always love his characters. Um, so uh, he's always a CIA agent. CIA agent, even when they're in space. Like, how? Sir? Yeah. CIA, sir. that's the central. Sir, there is not even anything known as agency. Earth in this show. Yeah. And yet, no, but I'm, I'm with central the space <laughs> agent. Sir, that doesn't exist. Did you just sir, give yourself not even a the job title? <laughs> just made that up. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously, the new season is due out uh, October 30th, as we talked about before, uh, and is due out obviously on Disney Plus. Uh, so what was interesting about this this trailer that was different from the the last trailer we got, we we got a little more, we got to see some familiar faces, right? Yeah. So we got to see him hook back up with uh, Carl Weathers' character as well as um, uh, uh, Gina Carano's character. Um, and that's really the only things that, uh, that we got new uh, in this trailer. The thing that I kind of wanted to talk about is 
the trailers for them have been pretty like um they've been pretty thin in terms of like understanding exactly what the plot's going to be obviously we've heard some things like okay like they're gonna i guess introduce uh uh jedi um into the season and and you know do some things from that end um but really we don't really know that much about the season we don't know really what the fuck's going to go on so that leaves a lot of room for speculation so i i figured we could spend this time talking about what we are going to predict that we're going to see in season two that uh, obviously we didn't see in season one. We got a big spoiler or not a big spoiler, uh, a big um, twist, a plot twist with season one, um, pretty much in like the first episode where we see that, oh, shit, he's going to be caring for baby Yoda, uh, yeah. you know. Um, and so obviously that was a shock. I'm guessing there's going to be a shock in season two. So what I, do you think that's going to be? My assumption is that. In finding the uh, the civilization in which like Baby Yoda belongs to, I think the shock is going to be there. Mm. Either that civilization has either been wiped out in its entirety, or that civilization. I feel like it may not even exist. Like maybe Yoda was like a creation, right? Maybe mm. he's like a single being or a single entity or something like that. Mm. Um, I feel like that's where it's going to be. It's not going to mm. be with the Mandalorian. It's not going to be with any of the characters. It's going to be on this quest to, to deliver baby Yoda um, to the civilization. He's going to find out like either the thing doesn't exist or the thing that he thought exists is not as it's, as it's assumed to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously on the on the webs, uh, they've been spe- speculating a lot about, you know, exactly what we're, we're going to get in the season two. Um, we know Rosario Dawson uh, Dawson is, is going to be in the season. Right. And mm. I think she's she's supposed to play. Um, I uh, fucking love Rosario. Dawson. She's great, man. She she's fucking do, fantastic. She, she can't, can't really. She's one of those thing wrong. She's one of those people who just can't miss. Like she doesn't she, like she's never been in something where I've been like, I don't like it. Like, I've never said that about it. I've I've been maybe like. Oh, that's cool. Like maybe Sin I haven't been City, like super excited, but I've never hated. I've never hated Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah, love Rosario. She's always, she's always great, great name too, Rosario. Isn't that a dope name? I think that's a dope name. Yeah, yeah. If your name is Rosario, you got to be great. Like, it's like <laughs> if your last name is Cummings, what were we talking about? Someone named <laughs> Cummings earlier. Whitney Cummings. Yeah, yeah you got to be in porn, or you got to be really yeah. funny. Well, no, you can't be in porn. That's too spot on. Like, what are we doing? Like there's there's eight thousand people in the porn industry with the name but comics. Like you gotta, niche porn, like <laughs> niche porn. Like what are we talking about? Where <laughs> where like the you know the type of porn that I watch, where it's like shit. Yikes. that You go on incognito on Google, yeah. <laughs> right? so nobody can follow. So again. nobody. You know, they're definitely still, and you still crash your own hard drive. <laughs> Yikes! That you're watching too much porn. If that's that's <laughs> the case. You might you might have an issue there. I don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, that um, and. What, why the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, why are you let's, let's, let's uh, go back to uh, Rosario Dawson's here. So she's going to be playing, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Azoka uh, Tano, um, who actually was on Clone Wars, uh, Clone Wars uh, and Rebels, uh, which are animated series for uh, the Star Wars universe, uh, which I actually watched a little bit of. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really get into it too too deep. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you know, apparently she's supposed to play, who's I believe, a Jedi um and uh and so uh there's that sort of rumor out there that you know she's gonna you know have a pretty heavy presence in the season but then there's also another rumor that uh we're gonna get either boba fett or uh uh or another jango fett clone which would be fu- kind of fucking dope because you know for 
you know, before the Mandalorian came out, the the really the only Mandalorians that we actually knew of were, uh, you know, Boba Fett and uh, and, yeah. and Jango Fett. Uh, isn't Disney in a uh, in the works with a Boba Fett animated series or something like that? They might have no idea. I think so. So I they're wouldn't rich, be surprised so they if they introduced that yeah. character into the Mandalorian series. Uh, I mean, and there there are a bunch of like really dope uh, uh, like other characters or other actors and actresses coming back. I mean, we got Taika Waititi returning as uh, IG Eleven. Mm, yeah. um, if you follow wrestling, Sasha Banks is gonna she's going to yeah. I was going to mention in, that. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pretty dope. Hey, shout out to the boss. Um, we've also got uh, fucking Amy uh, Sedaris in season two of the Mandalorian. I don't know who the fuck that is. But Me neither. Cool. I just. <laughs> I just see her on the uh, on the cast. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I throw her a shout, a shout out. out. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, playing uh, uh, Peli Moto. There you go. Uh, good, fucking great work, Amy. I hope, sure. you, hope you blow up. <laughs> you know, you don't know what the fuck somebody does. You're just like, great work. <laughs> great work. Great work, Amy. <laughs> oh, man. Right. We got to give her tonight. a shout out. Uh, so, uh, and, and the oh, other. Oh, shit. Bill Burr is returning as uh, Mayfield. Did he? We were talking about die? Bill Burr. He, did he not die in, in season one? So I don't think he died. I think he got, because uh, remember they were on the rescue mission. Yeah, yeah. I think he like betrayed the Mandalorian. Yeah, he right? betrayed him. I thought he died. And though. I thought he got trapped there, but he didn't die. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, so um, the, the one rumor that I was really interested in is, is that, uh, so it's rumored. These uh, are just rumors from the streets, you know. Donald Glover might be returning as, mm, Lando. as Lando. Yeah. You know, because he was in, um, of course, the movie Solo, which was obviously the the sort of like the Han Solo solo film. Not, you know, no pun intended. Um, and he played, of course, Lando Calrissian. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that would be so fucking dope if you that popped up in season two of The Get Mandalorian. A little bit of Lando, now we're cooking with gas. Get a little bit yeah. of Mando. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm hoping? Whoa. Yeah. Don't skate past that joke. What? Uh, it wasn't a joke. It was. It was stupid. No, it was, it was good. It was. No, it was terrible. It was charming. It's the wine talking. Um, it, it is the wine. Talking. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <clears throat> what I'm hoping above all else in season two from the Mandalorian is that we get a better story. I thought it was great in terms of, you know, some of the images that we. It reminded me of um, a Zack Snyder movie where mm, you got okay. a lot of great looking images, a lot of great looking images. The plot's not really there. I think Zack Snyder might be a little bit disrespectful. I would go more Michael Bay. <laughs> no, why? How is that not? Isn't that more disrespectful? No, that's no, more no. disrespectful. I mean, because no, no, no. Michael Bay. Uh, back me up, Addy. Yeah, that's way disrespectful. What? Man. Michael Bay did Transformers with no story. Uh, yeah, Six I'm, I'm, Underground. I'm, I'm, Vi- Michael Bay movies visually yeah. beautiful, right? Well. Yeah, I, I, like so. Story, that's why it's more. Dis- a, there's still a little bit of story there in Michael Bay. Bit. Yeah. No, so you're saying you're saying Michael Bay has better, like he's been able to tell a story better than Zack Snyder. Listen, I'm really, I'm very on the edge of my seat to I'm, hear this. I'm, we're fuck, we're in a vacuum right now. We're looking at a very <laughs> okay. Already has nothing. All right, <laughs> we're, we're looking at a small sample <laughs> size right. of their work. Okay, yeah, I yeah. I think season okay. one was more like Michael Bay esque. Yeah, stunning yeah, visuals. Yeah, everything you're saying right now, really is dynamic. Shit. She's just saying random a little words. bit of story. You know okay. what Michael Bay is like? He's like. So here's what season two, season one of The Mandalorian was like. It's like when you like when you're eating like a really okay. like oh nice God. meal right another use and then metaphor. and then and then there's that like that spice in there that you don't what the fuck are you talking like, about and you're just like what is that spice <laughs> nutmeg it's always nutmeg 
right? That's what are you talking? That's, that's, all right, for the quality of, of the podcast, like, I'm going to have to move on. That's okay? what Michael Bay movies like. Oh it's my just God, a lot of shit. Bro, it looks all great. But, oh, bro, not Meg. It's tofu. That's tofu. all he is. It's tofu. No, man. no, that's all he tofu? is. Tasteless, weird looking. <laughs> that's that's the most you, you hate it. Ever. <laughs> if my even body if you tried to inject fucking I've flavor into it, dedicated my life to this craft, and you say my work is like tofu. Listen, I will murder you on Facebook Live, okay, in front of thirty-five million viewers. I'll, I'll I'll defend myself in court. Yes, I did it. <laughs> oh shit! Compare um, my work to tofu. Oh, that's hilarious. and get the acquittal. Okay, let, let's let's move on here. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's what we're suspecting from a season two for the Mandalorian. Uh, we got tofu, fucking Michael Bay. I don't know where the fuck we're at. Not so Meg. we're just gonna move the fuck no, back. <laughs> use that joke again during this podcast. So yeah, so so uh, let us know uh, down in the comment section below what you think of uh, this this second trailer that we got for season two of the Mandalorian. Do you think it? Do you think there's something cooking that they're not showing since they uh, since there's like sparse details both from the trailer as well as just what we know in general from the show? Let us know. Talk to us in the uh, the comment section below. Moving the fuck on um so in uh, another bit of trailer news um so we of course get ma rainey's uh black bottom trailer uh which uh this uh let me give you the quick synopsis uh we were in chicago 1927 a recording session uh tensions rise between ma rainey um her uh ambitious horn player and the uh, white management determined to control the uncontrollable mother of the blues based on pulitzer prize winning august wilson's play this is directed by george c wolf uh and is written by uh Ruben Santiago Hudson uh, and of course August Wilson who wrote the uh, wrote the uh, uh, wrote the uh, theater play Why did, there's a better word for that and I'm not using it um, right screenplay play no just he, he wrote, wrote the, the actual play for it yeah um, and so and so uh, August Wilson of course uh, you know he uh, wrote um, Fences as well mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the which also stars Viola Davis and uh, and uh, Samuel I mean not Samuel Jackson uh, fuck uh, Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington. Yeah, I well, hey, listen, racist. not all black people. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, okay uh, so this film, of course, stars uh, Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis, uh, Glenn um, Turman, as well as uh, Coleman uh, um, uh, Domingo, uh, and is due out December 18th of this year on Netflix. Uh, so as we sort of pour through the trailer, we kind of go through some different parts here where we uh, we we kind of meet the characters, of course, uh, with, with Chadwick Boseman as the... Um, uh, as the uh, I forget what what is the trumpet player, uh, and then we we have uh, Viola Davis as um, I believe Ma Rainey herself, um, and uh, it's it, it's nice when we get the introductions because these characters look so like they look so different from what they would look like like you know just in real life like Viola Davis looks fucking amazing because she just. She doesn't look like Viola Davis, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's fucking dope. Chadwick Boseman, he didn't, you know, he didn't look like Chadwick Boseman, you know. He he looked completely different. Um, and so I thought that that that's what popped off to me at, at the start of the trailer. And then of course you get a lot of the um, context for them dealing with this, you know, uh, white management that is essentially trying to control them and and, and their music. Uh, and I fucking I love uh, Viola Davis. I think is hunting for an Oscar because she she her when she delivered uh, the line, she she has the line. Um, uh, the guy's like 15 minutes until you guys are, you know, you have to go on. She's like, we'll be ready uh, to go when Madam says we're ready to go. 
Uh, and that's the way it goes around here. Yeah, you know? and, and the way she, the, and the, the way she dro- uh, she she says it and the swag that she yeah. she puts into it, it's just like, yo, come on, she might win. That's what it was like. Shit. Yeah. you know, stop and listen moments. Right? Exactly, like, yeah. like that got your attention as you're it's watching the trailer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so let's before I get into the trailer, mm-hmm. let's acknowledge Viola yeah, Davis for a moment. Yeah. Uh, there's also someone else we're gonna acknowledge yeah, here. Viola sure. Davis, absolutely stellar actress, in my opinion. One of the best actresses in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, I yeah, mean, I don't think there's know, any argument about that. Yeah. You know, Meryl Streep is up there. Um, Octavia Spencer, in my opinion, is way up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viola Davis is also up there. If you if you were to put together a top five list, and I would have to think about like who rounds out that list, but uh, you know, that's yeah. that's my three. Yeah, Viola right Davis, oh, she's, she's amazing. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, and I think we'll get to this later on the show. Uh, his Oscar contention, not because of his passing, mm-hmm. strictly because that's his I body of work. I, I don't know. Look, I in uh, you know, this might be a controversial thing to say, but I, I think it clearly would have something to do with his the his, five bloods. I I don't think I, 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 I think to, we watched me, that before he passed. Yeah, we watched that before he passed. Oh, wait, did we? Or we watched I, it? I'm pretty sure like, we watched pretty, that before. Or he or passed. We might have heard about it like pretty much as it was happening. I don't know. I think it was I think it was just before he passed. Maybe. Um but stellar performance. I I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really I didn't really like the uh, the performance in, in the five bloods. And I know that's in like poor taste, but yeah. also to know, me it was reminiscent wrong. of uh Marshala Ali's performance in uh um uh Silver was it Moon Moonlight, right? Where it's it was very short, not many lines, powerful, powerful presence. But you see, I, I thought Marshal Ali, I thought he the temperament he brought to it was just, um, yeah, that was undeniable to me. I think, I don't think that Spike gave Bozeman enough to work with in in the five the bloods. five bloods. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was due to Chadwick uh, himself. I think it was, it was the script. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't. I don't think it was conducive to, for one, what like what at least you know, from my perception, what his skill set is, and and it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't good pairing. I think, yeah. you know, to me, like there was so much build up about his character in the Five Bloods, right? Yeah. Like, you know, he inspired this entire group of men. There was so much build up. You expected so much from this character when you finally saw him on film. Yeah, and like when we were finally introduced to Chadwick Boseman's character in the Five Bloods, I feel like he gave you everything that you were looking for yeah and you didn't like, well okay so so you weren't less is, unsatisfied so let, let, let's talk about this in the, in the next segment because we're, we're actually going to talk yeah about we're going to talk about in, in the oscars so um to finish up with this trailer um so obviously this is uh chadwick boseman's final performance um you know before his his passing uh due to uh colon cancer um and uh you know in, in watching the trailer it's absolutely heartbreaking right like it's it's a it's a heartbreaking thing to mm-hmm. like see to think about that as he's shooting this you know he's in pain you know he's yeah. you know um he's not doing too well and you, you can know? see it now as you're watching this trailer he's sees he's you know it's not the man we saw in black panther mm. you know vi- body looks different you can see it in his face um most people didn't know but now as you're watching this trailer and when you're watching this movie you're probably going to see a little bit more yeah you can't help but notice maybe he's a little thinner than than maybe he he used to be um but to to see him still performing and still doing his thing even with the fact that he had cancer it's nothing short of amazing um he i i don't even know like i honestly don't know what the the words are to say about like just how dedicated he was to his craft like mm-hmm. you know it's rare to find somebody who's that um 
who's that in love with what they're doing that they'll do it in the face of basically the the end of their own existence yeah. you know um it's i mean if you love weird. it if you love it that much you know you go to you work until you work until the work is done yeah. right unfortunately for him you know he you know his time came before his work was done but yeah. in the time that he had hey, you made great use of it. delivered a, a stellar body of work absolutely um so but uh you know back to the trailer with uh mari specifically um i'm actually looking forward to seeing this man like I, you know uh, in 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 reading about it and, and seeing it like or kind of knowing about it beforehand. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't something that I thought, okay, like this is something that I'd be like super into. But after seeing the trailer and seeing some of like the performances that we're, I, I believe we're gonna get, uh, especially out, out of Aviola Davis, um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm now dying to check this out. I, I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah. Um, this is not another The Help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah black southern oppressive movie yeah which i mean i think those movies are powerful they're important they tell a, a true story uh i think this is more of a you know I, I think feel good kind of undermines it but like this is storytelling right this is telling like how the blues in the south during this period of time uh how like these like black artists uh built a name for themselves i feel like this movie is going to be about the music Mm. not as much about um like what was going on during this period of time oh, I, like, I, no i think it's definitely gonna have to do with what's going on because sure, but like you see music kind of transcends and and music had music is so powerful that it can change things right like mm. especially during this period of time like the music was so important that you know you know an all black uh uh band or orchestra like like what we're gonna see in this film you know even even like white audiences during this time, like you had you couldn't not love the blues, right? Sure. During this period of time, I think this film is going to speak to that versus like the you know again the, the black southern oppressive redlining segregation yeah. story. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be sort of just like um, it's not yeah. going to dismiss it, but yeah, I feel like this movie is going to tell just like a different side of the story. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a pretty accurate. Uh, uh, well, uh, very accurate. I said it. Okay, most of the shit I say is very accurate. Sure, uh, almost okay. all of it. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, that that's uh, Ma Rainey's um, Black Bottom uh, trailer that that just dropped uh, this past week. So uh, let us know in the comment section below, like what you guys think about the trailer. Do you? Uh, how do you feel about it? Obviously, being uh, Bozeman's last performance. Um, are you going to check it out? Um, what did you think? You know, how did, how did you think that uh, uh, Viola Davis did in yeah, the, the trailer? Uh, let us know uh, what you what you think about it. Um, all right. Moving on to uh, to the story, obviously, very, very connected to uh, to the trailer that uh, Ma Rainey's trailer that um, that we just talked about. Um, uh, so uh, it turns out that uh, Bozeman, um, you know, Chadwick Bozeman is he has the uh, there's a prospect that he could you know kind of make history here um now it's not the type of history that you clearly like want to make right it's not it's not something that you, you know if you could if you could help it um that you'd want right like you know you, you'd want to be alive to you know to, to accept your oscar if, yeah. if you were to win it um but uh bozeman might make a bit of history because um and, I, and i'll just read directly from um an article from the uh, Collider here. Uh, if Bozeman uh, secures a leading actor nomination for Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom, um, he will uh, join a list of four previous, uh, uh, and I can, can't ever say this word, post- Posthumous? 
posthumous. Is that yeah. how you say it? Okay, fair enough. I, I always want to say post homicis. It's not. That's Don't not do thing. that. <laughs> posthumous <Don't> do <laughs> nominees. That. Um, uh, uh, posthumous uh, nominees in that uh, category, uh, including two for James Dean. Um, I always remember whenever I hear James Dean, I always remember Jay Z's lyric. Um, from the black album where he's like um i'm actually going to quote jay-z a little later but uh where he's like um or be like james dean leaving a good looking corpse you do you remember, I that, remember that line yeah, yeah. yeah i think it's from I, um, I don't remember what song though um was he even it was, it was with Fro. It was, it was with Fro. with uh i've never seen a james dean movie i mean but he's clearly way before time so yeah, yeah. uh still well. even um, though it's throwbacks all right, I don't know. What to tell you. Uh, if he <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if he wins, um, he'll be the first um, since Peter Finch uh, for Network in 1977. Um, if he secures a supporting a- uh, actor nomination for *Defy Bloods*, uh, he'll be the third uh, posthumous uh, nominee to do so, uh, with Ralph uh, Richardson earning a uh, running a, uh, winning an Oscar, or I guess getting a nomination for *Great Stroke* as well as. Uh, or I'm sorry, Greystroke, The Legend of Tarzan, uh, Lord of the Apes, and Heath Ledger uh, earning one for The Dark Knight. Um, and so uh, if he ends up, you know, getting both nominations, um, uh, you know, uh, he'll be the first um, posthumous performer to earn a nomination in both acting categories uh, simultaneously. And if he wins both, um, then you know, obviously he'll just be creating a very significant um you know, bit of history there. Um, if he if he wins uh, wins both, which you know, in all likelihood, how do they not give it to him? Like, and and that's kind of why I was saying before, um, you know, in a, in, a, in in the segment we were talking about Ra, uh, Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom trailer, I was saying like, uh, I I don't know if it's necessarily going to be because of the performance. I think it might be because like he he I think. It, it would appear that he's probably going to have a pretty strong performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. But to me, the Five Bloods wasn't I've seen I've seen him in better roles uh, than than that. Um, and so to me, and this is just my opinion, if he does win, I don't know if that's because of his performances, especially in both in Ma Rainey's. I think that's that that might actually be legit. But um, for the Five Bloods, I don't I don't know. So you know, I, I haven't I seen guess, my I guess I, black I, I have to see who else is, like who what the other nominees are. If they produce some trash, then it's like okay, yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, so I haven't seen my Rainey, my Rainey's Black Bottom yet, so uh, I can't speak to his performance in that film. But um, from seeing the Five Bloods, I thought I think, and not because of his passing. I remember watching the movie, and I'm pretty sure we watched it before he passed, before the news broke. Um, and I was I just remember watching that film and like the, the build up and the anticipation for um, his character in that movie. Uh, There's so much build up for it. Right. There was you know, he he was put on a plateau. And when he finally had his time on screen, I feel like he delivered. I feel like he kind of like over delivered. I, I, I feel like that performance mm. was to me like Oscar worthy mm. in five minutes. Can you give me everything that you were propped up to be? Mm-hmm yeah i mean you should be able to deliver like you're 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 an actor right like you're and you're among the best over delivering and like making your five minutes not more powerful than the film but like making your five minutes follow you throughout the movie even when your character is no longer present in the film yeah 
we still feel the presence of your character and the performance you gave. I think that's what he did in that movie for me. So mm. I feel like that's why he de he deserves to be in the conversation. If he wins, you know, I do think people will question whether or not it was like a, you know, is this just a oh, you know, Oscars aren't so white. <laughs> Look who we. No, no, I, <laughs> right? I, I don't even think it's. And maybe it maybe it is a little bit of that. No, or will it be like a Biggie and Pac thing where it's like, yeah. you know, um, you're, they love you when you're gone, right? Yeah, they don't appreciate you while you're here, but they certainly do, you know, uh, uh, chant your name when you're when you're gone, which is, you know, that's a sad thing to, to, to think about. But it's just, you know, it's true just by, you know, what we've seen, you know, historically that a lot of these great uh, artists aren't really recognized, just like you were talking about, like Biggie and Pac, right? Like they were clearly like, you know, heavyweights before you know they they passed but then after they passed it was just like oh yeah. hell now they're you can't even they're in a category now everybody alone loves you. you know before a yeah. few people lo like loved you now everybody loves yeah. you yeah so I, I think that you know i, I don't want to see that necessarily happen to, to bozeman because i think that would be a little disrespectful to his his career in terms of what mm -hmm. he was able to accomplish um i i what i'm hoping is that and again I, i'm hoping to see ma rainey uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom because um, I think he it looks like he's going to have a pretty strong performance in that um, but you know w w whether he wins or he doesn't win I, I think what he was able to produce for the uh, the film industry was who gives a shit what the, you know if he fucking wins an Oscar like I, I think Thurman what he did Marshall, was way beyond was it was it 21 uh, 42 you're <laughs> I you divided by bridges. two. I was thinking about twenty one bridges. I divided <laughs> okay. it by two. I was like, right, yeah. "Why did you do that?" <laughs> so, um, uh, forty two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the Five Bloods. I mean, yeah. again, short period of time, stellar body of work. Yeah. Uh, I I'd love that he's in the conversation. Absolutely. Um. So so yeah. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see sort of how all that plays out. But again, uh, in my opinion, I don't think it fucking. I don't, I don't who gives a shit if he wins an Oscar or not. I you think know, I'm his, glad you said yeah. who gives a shit. Yeah. Because that leads right into our next story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we move on completely, though, uh, leave a comment section, uh, comment in the comment section below about how you feel about, um, you know, uh, Bozeman potentially, you know, kind of, uh, you know, how, how he might make out at the Oscars, uh, even with his 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 passing um, based off of the performances he had before he he, he passed. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess if you're saying who gives a shit, uh, what you must be referring to, apparently, is that uh, Jared Leto is, of course, returning as Joker. Uh, and. I have mixed feelings about this. I'm not sure exactly where I stand on this. I feel like you have a very particular perspective. But before we cut that loose, uh, let me read an article, uh, read from an article uh, from uh, Cinema Blend here. Uh, the upcoming HBO Max uh, miniseries, which, you know, I guess is, is, you know, for some reason, I guess just known as the Snyder Cut for you know Justice League, uh, is currently in the midst of uh, shooting new footage and THR um has heard that Jared Leto is involved with uh, with the project. Um, what's interesting about uh, that is, is basically that uh, Jared Leto, he wasn't in the original Justice League, right? Like he, he had nothing to do with the film. We, had, we He only had one performance as Joker, which was in Suicide Squad. Um, and, uh, and so he's clearly having to shoot like new scenes, which would basically indicate that he's, you know, a part of some sort of new storyline with Justice League. I will just point out here. Here's a completely segue, you know, or sidebar rather. Um, I 
I'm letting every hear me now. Quote me later. Hear me now. Quote me later. This is going to suck because they're trying to do way too fucking much for this to be any sort of coherent story. They've got fucking Ben Affleck coming back for sh- uh, reshoots. I, I I think that's the case. They definitely apparently now have Jared Leto coming back for for shoots for a character that's not even in a fucking movie. You know, uh, that wasn't in a movie originally. It's going to be four hours long and it's going to be basically i think what an hour long episode each basically that they're going to make this um into kind of like four different um different sort of quote-unquote episodes um this is all going there you're trying to do too much like you're uh it's like you know what was the old saying doubt uh, uh das doth protest too much what is what is the fucking saying das i don't know doth this, protest i didn't much. read the old testament <laughs> is that a bible verse <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Catholic. Is that is the Old Testament? Is it Catholic? Or? Uh, I I don't know. Like I'm I, I'm not Catholic myself, so I don't know. I don't, I don't do any of that religious. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, so, uh, so, um, so, anyways, so let me get back to to Leto here. Um, so what's what's kind of funny about uh, Jared Leto is is that he's going to be really fucking busy because he actually just you know he he's clearly playing Morbius on uh, for uh, Marvel. Um, with, uh, and I think that's going to be at Sony, but it's obviously a Marvel character. Um, so, uh, and then also too, um, he's going to be in the neutron, um, Tron. which, uh, so obviously how like can the, you get past Tron legacy? What are you going to, did you like Tron legacy? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yo, everybody fucking hates on it. What? I fucking love the movie. Addy, you're stunning. shaking your head. There. Okay, Addy's shaking his head. Okay. It was a great movie. All right. We got a hater in the room. Okay. Yeah. Hater, hater, have your day. What are you, what are you going to say? It was a joke. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was a, a really, joke. really good joke. You're a joke. A joke okay. everybody. <laughs> really good joke. joke you can enjoy it years later. It was tofu. So, okay. Don't try to reuse your fucking funny line before. Don't try to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I'm not you here for it. <laughs> copy and paste that joke. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I fucking love Chong Legacy, but people fucking, for whatever fucking reason, they, they love to hate it. I love, and I love how they use Daft Punk as the uh to do the music for it yeah i really fucking love that that was the only good part literally the, the only, only good, good part, part. That, I, mean, I thought the costume design i thought the visuals were spot on i thought uh the casting like you know everyone they casted in the film was yeah olivia wilde jeff bridges uh who the new the dude who nobody knew yeah. what the fuck his name was who's the guy sunshine from, wasn't he sunshine uh, from um he, no he was from a uh, uh, fucking Sh- underworld sunshine. he was the like oh you're, you're you're talking about uh yeah martin wasn't it martin something Stella, martin, I not martin sheen martin something it was a guy something yeah uh, <laughs> but i thought he was great too yeah. like uh great movie yeah so back to back to leto jerry leto's joker what did you say earlier like uh who gives a shit right no that's literally what you said i thought you said it i only said it in okay proceed yeah. what were you gonna say <laughs> uh is this news i'm taking a page from your book right so uh, if for all of our listeners, friends, family, Tunde's go-to dismissive <laughs> <laughs> statement is whenever you say something that like makes perfect sense, perfect sense. And if Tunde doesn't like fully agree with this, he will repeat it back to you in a question format <laughs> in like one of those like fucking tones of voices that just annoys you. Right? You'll be like, yo, uh, the app the iphone 12 is coming out it's gonna be great and he'll be like is it gonna be great and it's oh dude fuck you right so uh jared leto returning as joker like 
is this really news? <laughs> like, does anyone really care? What we saw from him wasn't good. Listen, Jared Leto, I think he's like 52 years old, but he looks like 26. Is he? Fuck. All yeah. Right. Very handsome guy. He's got the long hair. He's got the California sunshine uh, fucking the Jesus. mustache. And yeah, he's just got look. the Jesus look going in. Yeah, it looks like uh, white Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clearly wasn't from it wasn't Jesus from Jerusalem. What happened in the Bible? Where was he from? Detroit, Bethlehem, Bethlehem, or where was Jesus born? Yeah, it was Bethlehem, right? No, wait, no, I, I feel like yeah, it was Bethlehem. Okay, Sh- thank you, Chicago. Yeah, was I was like, <laughs> you know, let's just move on. I feel very uncomfortable. What are those places? <laughs> All the fucking religious people. Oh, they're going nuts right just now. Go. We haven't just... even published this show yet. They're just like. I can feel someone questioning my fault. We false can't idol. afford to alienate our four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what, what was I talking about? Jesus Jay. and Jared Leto, right? So anyway, uh, Jared Leto's performance <laughs> as a Joker was not great. Yeah, I is it, he's returning for the, he fucking better come back. Okay. And he's, it's like when you hire a contractor to do some work for you in your <laughs> in your house. And like it doesn't do it quite right. You better come back and fix this shit, Jared yeah. Leto. You didn't okay. do a great job the first time. That's fair. You better come back. Here's what I propose: an impromptu film court. Okay. Impromptu oh. film court. Okay. okay. Um, uh, wait, who's my client? Uh, I'm not defending well, Jared just, Leto. No, no, well, I'm not no, doing no. any pro bono work. <laughs> pro bono. Uh, I believe I'm uh, representing Leto in this case. Okay. Uh, so, oh, so I'm the prosecution. Yeah, this and this is all happening on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. Let me Google really quickly why I hate Jared Leto. Why do people hate Jared Leto so much? Perfect. Let's go. Okay. Well, why do you was, Why do you need uh, to Google it in order to? He's the lead singer of uh, Thirty Seconds to, to Mars, Mars, right? Yeah, I fucking I love that band. Too. Yeah, fucking band. awesome. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, like I said. Impromptu film court. Okay, I mean the defense must go first. Yeah. Okay. So in my defense of Jared Leto, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my case begins with the fact that his performance was in a movie. Correct? Right or wrong? Am I right or wrong about that? I object. <laughs> Leading the witness. <laughs> you know, I fucking hate you because that actually might work in that scenario that I am kind of leading the no, witness. No, be, that's not fucking. No, that's no, just no. a fact. It, it was in a sustained. movie. <laughs> it will be sustained. Uh, okay. His performance was in a movie, right? The movie was Suicide Squad, which the entire movie sucked. Okay. Jared Leto was not the worst part of that movie. The movie was the worst part of the movie. All right. Just everything about it was the worst, right? The reason why I'm defending Jared Leto is because, for one, it's the same reason why I defend Brie Larson with uh, Captain Marvel, right? I've seen uh, Jared Leto's work before. I know he does fucking great work. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, fucking, um, uh, what's the movie we did with Marlon Wayans? Um, a Requiem of a Dream. Um, uh, what else is Jared, have I seen Jared Leto in? I know I've seen him uh and just so many things that I've like, oh my, like he, he did a, he, he had a great performance. Panic Room, Alexander. He was in Panic Room? Yeah. How was he in, when was he in Panic Room? I don't remember that. 2002? No, I know when the movie was. What I'm saying is it's like, <laughs> where, I don't, but it doesn't matter. Um, 
what I what I'm saying is is that I've seen great performances out of him, right? And so his depiction of the Joker, I think maybe stylistically, maybe he chose a little bit uh, the wrong way to sort of go with the character, but also I feel like he was pushed in that direction from uh, the director of the film, which I believe was Trevor Travel or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, sorry, I meant no disrespect by that. I just couldn't remember his name. Um, so my defense of him is is that. I know he can give a great performance, just like a Jared Le- uh, or um, uh, a Heath Ledger, uh, just like a you know we we just got um, Joaquin Phoenix right as the uh, uh, as the Joker. I believe he can turn in a performance like that because I've seen him turn in great performances before. I just think he needs the correct direction in order to do so. Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Uh, that's all hearsay, uh, Your Honor. Jared Leto is in fact guilty of murdering <laughs> this film and this character uh if i may call to objection attention, hold on hold on uh you're using very inflammatory language there uh your honor if i may present exhibit 1a one to the court <laughs> it was a one a one jared leto himself and his agent who both complained to this film prior to it to its release uh, again his agent uh, complained to CAA, who was also representing Todd Phillips at the time, who would go on to direct the. Okay, uh, you're just more reading this from Argo. Please jo- get to the Joker thing. film by Walking <laughs> yes. Phoenix. It was a one Jared Leto who he himself tried to have this movie pulled from ever being released, and he would have done us all a service. Like I don't understand. Absolutely, uh, that helps my defense. No, no, that well, ladies and gentlemen of the of the jury, prosecuting him for doing this film an injustice one because yeah by letting it see the light of day that's not, <laughs> he did not play the character well even he was embarrassed but by he his knew performance but he knew he was a, he was embarrassed okay. by both the direction his performance the outcome of the final product that he yes. was involved in you're proving he my murdered point. this character he even tried to he tried to cover the murder he, yeah. he tried to hide the body your honor what more do i need to present okay but okay just so we're understanding here your he committed the murder <laughs> and he tried to hide the evidence yelling yelling about That's, it doesn't I, I mean, mean. <laughs> i'm a young prosecutor i'm trying to build a name for myself <laughs> okay atticus finch or yeah wait no he was a de- he was a defense attorney i i don't know if that that was true right attic you know what i'm talking about to kill a monkey bird no uh, i remember <laughs> listen i i Just went not. to footnotes.com <laughs> when i did the book report on to kill a mockingbird and lord of the flies <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyways, uh, I think that you literally just made the case for why I am actually correct about this because he knew, based off of I guess whatever reels he saw of the film, he knew that that just wasn't a performance and that wasn't a uh, the director didn't capture or the studio didn't capture what he was actually aiming for with the character, right? Because, and there's a bunch of stories that there's a bunch of scenes that they left out of the film that would have given way more context to his character or his portrayal of Joker. So thank you for assisting me in my defense of my client. You know, I'm glad you brought up Leto Jared on film, right? Okay. Just like a security camera would capture a crime, right? <laughs> That is exactly what happened. The director of the Suicide Squad, what they did was capture Jared Leto red-handed. He murdered this film. He murdered that character. Everything we knew and loved about the Joker, Jared Leto murdered it. We have him on film with the knife in his hand. Guilty as charged. Convict that man. 
I'm surprised. Convict that man. You didn't fucking start rhyming like Johnny Cochran. Um, uh, the, so in this case, the glove hey, look. fit, and we must <laughs> convict. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, which is uh, anybody watching this, you know, or listening to this uh, on the podcast, leave a comment below. Let us know who you believe uh, won that case. You guys make the uh, make the call. You be the obviously the, the jury in this case. Uh, was Jared Leto the cause or, or did he have a shitty performance as the Joker because he sucks as an actor and he just didn't portray the Joker well? Or was it more about the direction of the film and more about the actual creators of the film than it was was him? Let us know what you think. Ultimately, you will decide the uh, the, the winner to this argument. Moving the fuck on. I feel like I was defending OJ there. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah it, was, it was a bad yeah, defense. I love OJ. Yeah. That's my guy. Why? Okay. Well... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we need to get it's always every like late in the year, usually you start like gravitating towards the OJ Halloween defense. Time, I don't yeah. know what <laughs> yeah, I remember last year. Michael too, Myers, the same thing. OJ Simpson, <laughs> all my favorite serial killers. <laughs> Who never got convicted. Yo, I'm gonna save you from yourself by just moving the fuck on. All right. So uh in that. other terrible news outside of Arrain's fetish for Michael Myers and O.J. Simpson. Uh, so we, you know, you have ideas sometimes and sometimes your ideas don't work out, right? Like everything you everything you think of doesn't work, right? Like you, you, maybe some things you try and see if they work. They don't work, right? Sometimes you have an idea. Like I, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a dream the other day, right? thought it would be a great idea for a movie, right? Sometimes when you dream something and you have an idea for a movie, you're like, this is this is the most incredible thing of all time, you know? And then like a few hours go by and you think, that was stupid. What the fuck was that? Yeah. I Was I high? Did I, what, was I drinking last night? Is that why I thought that would be great? Um, and so I kind of have to think that with the idea of Quibi. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if people know what the fuck Quibi is, to be perfectly honest. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's part of the problem is that nobody Jerry really knew that. Was. is the sole <laughs> investor <laughs> of Quibi. <laughs> All of his Suicide Squad earnings, <laughs> all $93 went into um, Quibi. Okay, so let me give you guys the, uh, the the rundown here. So Quibi was basically, uh, basically, uh, and I'm going to read from an article from uh, Yahoo Finance here. Uh, it was a short form uh, video streaming service that made a splash um, at uh, CES 2020 with, uh, with its turnstile feature, which we'll get back to that later. That's a very key thing to talk about um basically it's shutting down right uh and this is according to the wall street journal um as well as uh the information um so the wall street journal reports that quibi co-founder jeffrey uh katzenberg uh called the startups invest uh investors on wednesday this past wednesday uh to tell them that he plans to uh shutter the the, the platform um so quibi was struggling um, let's just be fucking frank about that. Uh, back in August, um, the company reduced the cost of its subscription in Australia, New Zealand, and began offering a free subscription tier in two countries. You know, you're probably a little down on your luck when you start offering like, well, it's either you're down on your luck or you're doing really well if you're offering free shit. You're like, cause you, you know, like, okay, either I need to give you a free taste in, in order to get you like hooked or I just, I'm I'm feeling generous. Why don't I just give you this free shit? It's like blue magic, right? Like with Frank Lucas, right? Blue magic. Like, yeah, yeah. Give him a little taste, <laughs> you know, give him a little taste. 
just uh, just Great to get branding, to, you know? Blue Magic, yeah, by the way. It really was, yeah. It's a really good, catchy title for for something, you know, Blue Magic. It just sounds like something like Now, here's the thing about Quibi and like giving away free shit is all about where you do it, right? Yeah. There's certain platforms in which if you give away something for free, it, it is still viewed as um, like, you know, a commodity, something that like, something that a select few people got for free during this period of time, right? It can still maintain its value even if given for free. Yeah. For example, when I bought my iPhone 11, it came with like Apple TV plus free for a year, right? It was like, wow, what a great add-on. Yeah. And if they actually produce good content on it, which they haven't, uh, I, I may keep the service. But then they have Apple TV, what is it? Plus, plus, plus? Triple plus? Double plus? Sure. Extra plus? Why not? What, what, what is it? Double plus. plus squared? I don't know. Is it? In, no, but what, we talked plus about it. Plus divided like, by two. I don't know. We talked about it recently. What are they calling it? Apple TV Plus. Oh, their their new bundle. Yeah, the bundle. Is it plus? I bundle? don't know the fuck the bundle plus. plus. No, no, I don't. I don't think it's it's called anything with Apple TV. I think it's just called something else entirely. I can't remember what the fuck yeah. the name is. Yo, Let's move on quickly. <laughs> where do, where do I don't know where they go after the plus? <laughs> like, how do you like? create the name and brand the next well, thing. Well, it's like C++, right? Like, I never understood that when I was in school. Well, that's like a, a, a development software, right? For like front-end developers. Yeah, and, and I, I never understood yeah, why it was called C++. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Apple One. Apple, Apple One, yeah. <laughs> then you got to go with Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. Apple, Apple I. Apple <laughs> I, right? <laughs> fucking. And then you got to go Arabic with the fucking, with the drawing. Then you got to go Japanese. <laughs> With the house drawing. Yo, let's, I'm going to save your career by just <laughs> forcing you to stop here. What? Listen, I'm being like culturally diverse. <laughs> no, you're not being culturally I went Arabic. I went What Japanese. are you trying to say? What is the thing that you're, what is the point you're trying to make here? Fuck, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me find it. Let me find it. <laughs> let me find it. Found it. When you give away something for free, it's really about like, <laughs> The avenue and like the, the 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 delivery, right? How you do the thing? How do you deliver the thing? Mm. You can deliver something for free while still maintaining the value of that product. Yeah. Now, what Quibi did was like if you bought a Metro PCS phone, you got seven. <laughs> you years. always go sideways with these fucking. <laughs> you got seven years of Quibi for free, right? Yeah. So what, what I, where I feel like they went wrong is, <laughs> I just realized what you said. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Now, mind you, you only have to... Now, this is a monthly plan <laughs> for Metro PCS. You pay monthly, but you get seven years of Quibi. <laughs> I like that joke too much. I'll move on. So I feel like they kind of like downgraded the... the pro I feel like the idea and the premise behind Quibi was good. No. That's where they went wrong. Was it? Isn't it like fifteen minute movies or something like that? No. Proceed with All what you're made saying. Made by I'll, Anna Kendrick. I'll explain to you why this. <laughs> <laughs> Directed, <laughs> produced, and written. All by Anna Kendrick. <laughs> okay. I think, if you're done, can I move on? To we why are going to get a Spotify Joe Rogan contract <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> I swear. If not, no. Then... After we sober sober up, we're gonna realize it clearly wasn't as funny as we thought <laughs> this, it was. This is um, rich material. Yeah. Um. So if, if you're done with your all your metaphors, yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> um. So basically, Quibi was this like new fresh thing, even though it wasn't right, uh, because it it kind of mirrored. I think they did something kind of similar back in 
I think around 2015 with um, Go 90. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that? Seeing all like the fucking ads for like Go 90. Um, it was like Verizon's kind of like, oh, we're being stylish. And they would have like shit that was like kind of like really like it was actually branded pretty well, but it was just like a trash service. You don't remember that? I do not. When, when did this happen? The 90s? No, uh, like 2015, oh, I think it was one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so they, they had this whole thing. But 2015 it, was a wild year. But it, it, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, that sounded it, dark. It, it, it was. It, it gave us pretty much what we have now, right? Ah, true. Yeah. So um, so uh, Go90 was a service where you could watch like these short videos and shit like that. And they had like all these people sort of like helping to market it. Like they basically have all these like athletes and play like, you know, people like it was basically like um, it was like short form, like sports related shit. Um, but so Quibi is basically just like a re like it, it's a reimagination of that sort of Go90. So it's not even like a, an original idea. But remember I mentioned turnstile, uh, like the turnstile feature, which was like like the, the 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 claim to fame for Quibi. I'll explain to you exactly what the fuck turnstile is. Yeah, I shook my head in agreement, but I have no idea. Yeah, what no you're idea. That's, about. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so turnstile is basically you flipping your phone from being horizontal to being vertical is essentially sort of what that is, right? And that the video itself doesn't change. So you'll flip it. Right. But yeah. it's not as if it has to reorient itself. It ha- It's not as if it has to like, like do anything special. It just f- helps you like you, you can go watching the same video and we're seeing now a video of it. Um, but you can go from watching horizontal to watching vertical with no interruption. Right. Let me illustrate why this is the dumbest thing. If yeah, it doesn't Pornhub have that. <laughs> it's not new. Used to this, <laughs> no. So Pornhub might have it where the video you'll you'll flip it vertical and it'll sh- show like the it'll still show your like. 1080- oh, you know what? You got to hit that little icon in the bottom corner that like blows the Jesus screen up. Christ. You know way too much about. And porn. then yeah, yeah, listen, yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. When somebody says listen, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm not. So. Uh, so, so that was essentially like their claim to fame, right? Is is that they have this turnstile technology um, that lets you switch between portrait and landscape uh, viewing modes, all the while um, keeping the whatever's in on your screen in frame, right? Um, so the reason why this is stupid, right, is because for one, this isn't the like if this was like an add-on to like Netflix, right? Which is already like, they already have like their own thing. They basically do streaming and you know, uh, they, they produce their own content. If this was like an add-on feature to like Netflix. Okay. Kind of dope, right? Like that's a little dope add-on. If it's the, your main fucking feature for your uh, streaming service, why the fuck would I be interested in fucking, uh, subscribing to whatever your, your streaming services just so I can fucking watch these dumbass 15 minute videos horizontal to vertical yeah and you mean why would i I care and like you mean i have to fucking turn anna kendrick horizontal to i i have to do it myself like it doesn't do it automatically no well okay clearly you have to move your own phone they're not gonna fucking be in your house and move your phone for you i've been at work all day (laughs) i woke up at 7 a.m to be in the office by 9 30 early (laughs) 
Okay. I fucking worked. I didn't. I took a short lunch. Yeah. I didn't take an hour lunch like everybody. Like my coworkers. You are in rare form today. I took a short <laughs> lunch. I ate at my desk and I have to turn my own vote. <laughs> and how much do you want me to pay a month? Well, so so, so that's just it. They, they, they gave it out to uh, free to some people. Um, that would uh, be free. And also, I think they start you off for like 30 or 45 days that, that it was just like a free run or whatever. And then you can sign up afterwards. Um, but so, yeah, again, if, if it was an add on to something else, like if, for like Netflix or Hulu or whatever the fuck. Cool. It's a cool feature. I might use it, might not use it. Depends on what the fuck I'm watching. But then also the reason why I wouldn't use it is because like why would I want to do that? Like, why would I want to cut off basically, like if I'm watching a movie, right? This is the whole reason why fucking, you know, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's always up his own ass about, you know, watching movies in theaters because it's like, it was made in a specific way for you to watch it. So they mean for you to watch it in that, you know, in that way, right? Like there's a reason why they're using IMAX cameras is because they capture such a fucking wide area. Um, and it wants you to see all that. But if I'm cutting off the entire fucking screen because I just want to flip my phone, then I'm missing like half the fucking movie then, right? Yeah. Um, not to mention if I have like two people in a fucking scene or something like that, now I'm cutting off like half the room and it just looks and feels a lot different than, you know, than it would otherwise. Um, and then on, on, on top of that, um, the actual video itself, the, the how they're able to actually do that is by degrading the horizontal view which is the main view which is how i'm usually going to watch a fucking movie is if i turn turn my phone horizontal right like if i'm really watching something that i actually want to like watch watch yeah if i'm just watching a youtube video then fucking yeah just keep horizontal i don't even shit right but if i'm watching like a movie then yeah turn this shit horizontal let's go you know they basically degrade the quality of that so that when you flip it to uh vertical that then that's what's like, you know, uh, in, a, in a resolution that actually like looks good. So the vertical, which is for anybody who didn't graduate from high school. Yeah. That's yeah. up and down. Yeah. Let, let these Howard County educated young, yeah. young lads teach you something. Vertical is up and down. Yeah. Horizontal <laughs> is sideways, kids. Yeah. So they degrade the horizontal yeah from what i understand so so i was interested in this so i actually downloaded quibi and i and i watched a couple of things i watched chrissy teigen's uh she did like a court something it was awful it I was I, it was tragically awful i have no bad. idea what chrissy teigen ever did no she but she so, does like yeah, she does shit she, like acting shit i guess i don't know she but I she's she a model i think John she's legend's weird looking wife <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, she's a model, first off. Um, really? You didn't know Christy Teigen was a model? For what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, we're going to get off of this. All right. So I watched her Abercrombie show. Abercrombie and Finch. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I watched her show. Uh, and it was like basically just like, a, it was almost like a Judge Judy, but like they knew, every, everybody knew it was like a joke and it's like funny, but it wasn't funny at all. Um, no, uh, it's not but good. yeah, all you, the only, like you would flip it vertical. And it would be fine. It would look like it was like almost like 1080, right? And then you would go horizontal, which should be 1080. And it just like the quality was just trash. So I think that's how they're able to pull their quote unquote patented technology mm. was basically cut out just Chrissy Teigen. If you <laughs> I, I, I at certain it. points, I guess. Good. Why do you hate Chrissy Teigen? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think most of the Internet hates Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's like really outspoken about some things and you know, fucking annoying. That's no, she's not. You know, that's no. that's just what people say when they're used to being the ones who can say shit. Hey, listen. Yeah. 
She's fucking annoying. Okay. Fair enough. 100%. All right. Um, Fact. So, um, so, so yeah. So I say all that to say it's not such a surprise that Quibi didn't, you know, that it ended up. Yeah, if you invested money into Quibi. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, it's sad day. It's fine though. It's fine. You're gonna you're gonna get something. If that was back, like your first major investment. You're like, I'm about this like stock shit. And you're like, fuck it, let me buy hundred thousand shares of Quibi stock. What I what I want you to do is Stupid. guess guess how much they raised uh in order to to start it up. Ninety million. Not even remotely close. More? Four hundred million. A billy? More than a billy? <laughs> What? No fucking way. $1.75 billion. Who? <laughs> they need to release the names of every single right investor. Now. Listen, they have money to burn yeah. and I want some I of it. I want to know. You know what? I used to want to know who all voted for Trump in 2016, right? I was always like, release their fucking names. I hope Anonymous hacks their shit and just releases all their names yeah. and narrows it down like by filter so you can filter down to your state, your county. Yeah, you see, I don't city. know why people say this because like Trump supporters, they're pretty like fucking blatant and they, they no. don't mind see, see, being Trump supporters. Only a few of them. No, it's that's a lot. There, there are a lot of them who are like, oh my God, like this is crazy. Can you believe this? Wow, he's so crazy. But you fucking voted for him and you're going to do it again. And they're going to be like, oh my God. Wait, how, how are they again? They're so crazy. <laughs> if anybody ever says anything to you, like, wow, yeah, so crazy. Some bullshit. So you fucking <laughs> you know. stab you them know. right away because they did the thing. You they're know. guilty. Yeah. Uh, I want to fucking know every person who invested in Quibi from the smallest investor or donor to like the largest. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck knows? Uh, but if we do who, get their name, uh, no, you then... know what? Who saw the ship? Who saw the iceberg and was like, you know what? Let me get off of this ship. Apparently not too many people uh, because no, no, know. there's somebody. No, they, they haven't been around for long enough for you to be like all right let me get on and get off right yes. like they've on been... that like conference call on day three somebody was like yeah. guys guys i'm not too sure about this guy <laughs> like, what's that in the distance is that a fucking hey, guys, iceberg <laughs> how long before you get netflix or some other big company to do one of their uh billionaires take all the money ponzi scheme except this was all legit Everything was legit. Oh. He didn't steal any money. No. He just legit yeah, he just convinced 1.75 billion. Yeah, yeah, he just convinced people that, hey, this is a good idea, even though it was a terrible idea. I could have told you that. I looked at like what their fucking model is, and I was like, no, this is terrible. Why would I fucking want to do that? Like, uh, Just to flip my fucking phone over? That's why I'm going to get you streaming service? I no. Was Tom from MySpace. He was like, how could I make another quick, <laughs> let me get in and get out. I'm not playing the long game. I'm here for the cash. <laughs> I'm here for the moment, baby. Anna um, Kendrick, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Yo, to wrap this, to wrap this segment up. Uh, so Quibi, um, you know, obviously it, it's going under, but you know, I think this is a kind of a cautionary tale in terms of just like, yo, like if an idea is just like, and how they were again, how they were able to raise one point seven five billion dollars for this idea is mind boggling, right? But you know, 
There are starving children around the Look, world, and you're exactly right. Seven billion for Quibi? You're, you're you're exactly right. And let this be a lesson to everybody who has a fucking. This should be an inspirational story. If you have a fucking dream, right, for to do something, be like, ah, nobody's ever going to fund it. Just remember fucking Quibi. <laughs> they raised one point seven five billion dollars for it. a very bullshit Start ass idea. Tomorrow. My apologies to everybody who, who's like on the Quibi team. I make a little light of you know the the the. Uh, the company going under, but also, come on, it's a trash idea. Like, let's 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 all call. If you straight. work at Quibi, I mean, you knew, you knew this is, but you you needed a job. You're hopeful. You're hopeful. You're hopeful. No, 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 you weren't hopeful. You're just like, <laughs> I need a job. Who's hiring? No, it's a Quibi. startup. You don't you don't start a you don't go to a startup thinking I need a job. You go to there thinking I hope this takes off and I hope that I'm unless able to you need a buy job. some shares unless early. You have rent that's due. <laughs> Do you know what the Quibi, what their LinkedIn uh, job Jesus. post? This segment Hiring is far too immediately. Long. <laughs> no experience. <laughs> we are moving on. I'm making a fucking executive decision. Let us know in the comment section below. Did you fucking watch Quibi? Did you enjoy the fucking turnstile technology? Uh, I can't imagine you did, but if you did, just let us know in the comment section below so we can roast you. Um, All right, so here, here's one thing I will say about Quibi that I did admire. Um, they were one of few companies who... 100 percent uh 100% of their work staff were all uh convicts. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section below what you think about Quibi. We're moving the fuck Great. on. See it was on the government topic. program. That's what it was. <laughs> all right. So we are uh moving on to our next topic. Uh so uh this is uh one of my favorite ones. Uh this is fucking delicious. Um, you know, every now and then we just talked about Quibi, right? Is is a company that you know, they had to shut down operations because, you know, they were like, all right, let's figure out what the fuck's going on here. We can't really save what's what's happening. Um, so we're just going to have to shut shit down for a while. Uh, I believe that Rudy Giuliani is going to have to shut shit down, right? Because there is no way he can justify what's happening, even though he's trying to, clearly. Um, but there is no way he can justify this. Uh, we talked about this at the top of the show. We talked about how uh, he was caught in a very compromising situation or compromised i guess situation right uh so what i'm talking about is that this past week so um obviously we're getting a new borat right borat 2 and it's got some other weird name that i don't remember the exact name of the the, the movie but it's borat 2 um so basically in a scene right from borat 2 uh rudy giuliani is being interviewed by i guess borat's daughter i guess in this case uh, i believe an actress playing borat's daughter yes uh, well, what's her name? Uh, Maria Baklova. There you go. Um, so basically, he's being interviewed by her. And, you know, obviously, if anybody's familiar with the Borat, you know, um, sort of motif, it, it's, you know, it's very sort of tongue in cheek, but it's um, it's done based off of reality. Right. So he just interjects himself as this Borat character into just weird ass scenarios that are actually like real scenarios. It's real people he's talking to. Right. And so. Uh, so they just happen to get an interview with Rudy Giuliani. Somehow uh, they, they they get this. And uh, it turns out that, you know, uh, watching this sort of scene because they released the scene ahead of, you know, when the movie actually drops. So it starts off with Rudy being interviewed by this woman. Um, and then Borat finds his way into the room somehow as like a sound guy. And it's just saying all sorts of just like weird shit, you know, in terms of like, is she asking you weird ass questions? And Rudy's just kind of taking it all in stride for some reason. A flash forward through, you know, the um, the exchange. So Rudy, the interview ends. Rudy goes into the room with this 
uh, with this interviewer. And somehow he ends up on the bed. He ends up with his hands in his fucking, uh, uh, in his pants. Um, he's laying, you know, with his back on the bed and the, you know, the, the interviewers there with him as well. And then Borat comes in and is like, Whoa, what the fuck's happening here? Like in a fucking, I don't know. He's wearing like a weird, I don't know what the fuck he was wearing, but he was wearing something weird. Um, all this to say, this is not a fucking good look for Rudy Giuliani. Now, this is all with the backdrop that Giuliani is right now in the midst of like dumping all this like information on Hunter Biden and the laptop. And I've had people explain this to me like 20 times exactly what the fuck is actually being accused of here. I still don't fucking understand exactly the whole what, Hunter Biden thing. N- not the whole Hunter Biden thing, but this whole thing with the laptop. I really don't understand exactly what the problem is or what they're saying is being done. I hear like the conflation of what they're doing, right? Like they're saying like, oh, you know, uh, that the the Bidens are corrupt, which I have no doubt about that, right? But they're basically accusing them of criminal shit in terms of like direct like pay to play. But really, there's no like actual evidence of that. There's just just like, okay, yeah, Hunter Biden's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a scumbag yeah. a little bit, you know? And I in know fact, people a lot who fell for that distraction, who were like, yeah. wait, 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 the economy? No, 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 fuck that. The coronavirus? Fuck that. The future of America? Fuck that. Yeah. What's Hunter Biden Hunter doing? Hunter Biden. And I'm like, you're worried about a private citizen's seedy business practices? And, and I get it, right? Because he's uh, uh, Joe Biden's son. So, of course, you know, he can have major influence. And it's, it's no different than like the Trump fucking, you know, rugrats uh, running around rugrats. doing, you know, shit. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's the same thing, right? But also, oof, it's fucking Hunter Biden. Like, unless you can literally give me something concrete that Joe Biden did X, Y, or Z because Hunter Biden did whatever, then I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All that's the backdrop for this interview because, you know, he's talking in an interview about how Trump, you know, oh, yeah, he handled coronavirus, you know, or the COVID-19. Great. You know, if it weren't for him, you know, then, you know, yeah, more than a million like, oh, people millions, would die. Millions yeah. of people, millions of lives were saved yeah. because of how he handled it. So he's so Giuliani is trying to make this whole Hunter Biden thing work. But this he's the source of all this, this information. Right. How the fuck can you be a source for the information if you're fucking caught in a hotel room? Yeah, I know that was very close. Listen, uh, you've been here. <laughs> uh, if you're caught in a hotel room doing some very shady ass shit with a reporter, um, or I guess who you think is a reporter in that case, like, how can we fucking take you seriously? As a, like, and and this should be this should be like a, a no brainer. Under no circumstances should we take Rudy Giuliani serious about any fucking thing the guy's a fucking lunatic right so let's lay the groundwork for that but then on top of that how the fuck are you supposed to take you seriously when shit like this happens so here's the thing about politics and religion right if you remove those two things from most or any conversation all you have to rely on is what you see what you've heard like the facts that are present and available right and then people can have like a logical rational conversation if politics and religion is removed from it now you throw politics back into the mix and it's more so about sticking to your party lines than it is like looking at the situation and saying oh there's something wrong with this so while you and i may look at this thing with uh, rudy giuliani in the bedroom with this reporter and like you know his 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 hands down his pants very a, a situation someone like him should not be in, right? Yeah. We'll look at that and say, like, uh, there's something wrong with this. This is not a person who we can, like, 
we can take their word, uh, you know, with high regard. People who are like Trump supporters, Republicans, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to throw a blanket over all of them, but I'm using general terms here. Trump supporters, Republicans, they're going to look at this and be like, oh, he was tricked. He did nothing wrong. It was fabricated, fake news. Let's move on. Like, so they're going to so, skate past this as if it. So here's the, here, the here's thing. the problem with that. Here's the crux in that, right? Is that it was Giuliani's response to this that really kind of like undercuts that whole idea that, oh, it's fake news. It was his, his tweet, right? right? His tweet. So, so I'll read it, right? Sure. So he, he starts off by saying, one, the Borat video is a complete fabrication. I was tucking in my shirt after taking off the recording equipment. Let, let's do, let's do a, I, let's do a little sidebar here. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. You're oh, tucking in your shirt, or he? So he was. What he was saying was like, oh, he was taking off his mic, and then he was tucking in his pants. Who the fuck lies down on the bed to tuck in their shirt with a drink in? Are hand. you a fucking? Are you an animal smoking a what cigar? <laughs> fully erect. <laughs> There was a there's a fucking fucking camp uh what is it? Uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, Boy Scouts? They got a fucking camped yeah. under his fucking pants. He was so fucking <laughs> it was a tent right there. And you have him on camera taking a Viagra. <laughs> right? We saw you take that blue pill. Right? What the fuck? Yeah. Was he using blue chew? Was he using blue chew? He had huh? blue chew. Oh, he had probably, blue yeah. chew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He probably. knows what's up. Yeah, Amazon pill pack. That's what we have to credit. They delivered it to the hotel room. We saw the Amazon guy deliver, and the box said blue chip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, if that's, I can give Giuliani that credit. At least he keeps his ears to the street. He knows about blue chip. He's like, yeah, just hit me up a little. Works in fifteen minutes. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, as you were saying with his tweets, uh, before I read the interview. So the next part says, uh, at no time before, during, or after the interview was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he is a stone cold liar. Mm. Okay. So it wasn't even that part that really was just like, yo, you're a fucking idiot. It was the part where he says, uh, and and so what, and what I thought was weird about his tweet, because it's the tweet that everybody's sort of like rebroadcasting, you know, on the different news outlets that, you know, that first part. And he says one, right? And I was like, there has to be a number two. You can't just name something one yeah, without what? fucking no, have what? number two. Part, like, that's fucking you weird. You can't have a part one and not have a, <laughs> could you imagine if they had the Godfather <laughs> part one and they never did a part two? Like they actually named it like, Godfather wait, what part to one. Michael? What, yeah, what like, happened? <laughs> What happened um, to Sonny? So, uh, so in two, he says, in fact, the uh, the New York Post today reports it, it looks to me like an exaggeration through editing. Uh, as and I don't know how the fuck you edit that, right? Like how do you, like how does that actually get edited? If you can like help me understand, like how does it get edited where you're laying back, like with your back on the fucking bed and you fucking reach in your pants? How does that get like? How how do I manipulate footage in order to make that happen? Yeah, listen, that doesn't happen. Like uh, you have to like, unless Michael Bay was in the room, <laughs> <laughs> and the storyline makes no there, sense, there, and you're yeah. just like, and uh, I guess no I'm just here. And then somebody's like, "Is that nutmeg? Is that?" <laughs> what did I tell you? I would tell the nutmeg joke again, and yeah, it yeah, you, you did work it in. Now, um, what, what I can't understand is. Who wears their mic transmitter in on the their front. crotch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, who does that? Yeah, yeah. No, Rudy apparently. I thought he's fucking insane. Um, 
no matter how you slice it, he's insane. Um, so he says, um, as soon as I realized it was a setup, I called the police, which uh, which has been noted in THR article in July. Now, that's the part that I have the most exception with. There is a way you could have spun this to be like, oh, no, it was a part of the movie. It's all fake, whatever, right? But then you said you called the police, meaning mm. that everything that we just saw happened without mm. you being a part of it. Like, you, you weren't in on the joke or anything. You That was all you. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. You, how stupid are you to like admit that? But like, yeah. yeah, no, they definitely everything that happened there was definitely real. Like I was, I didn't they understand it. Me. They tricked me. Isn't he a fucking like attorney who's been practicing? How old is, is he? Seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really pass the bar exam? You know what? This he might be Frank Abagnale. <laughs> Right, you remember that? You remember uh, what is that I don't movie? Know the fucking story. Yeah, you know, uh, fucking uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, um, you fucking uh, talking about? Catch me if you can. Catch oh, me catch if me you can. Me. Okay. Remember Frank Abagnale? He like sure. he really passed the bar exam, and, but all of it was like a lie. His whole life was a lie, but he actually yeah. did pass the bar exam. Yeah, that might be Rudy Giuliani. No, he didn't part. He passed the bar. He's in the reverse. He's the reverse. Exactly. <laughs> His whole life. <laughs> it might be true, but the bar exam him is a no, lie. That's a fucking lie. That's Someone lie. needs to check his records. Yeah, uh, it's like uh, you know somebody who I used to work with. Uh, she would say you know, say their name. Uh, first, no, I actually last. forget her name. I, 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 I worked there you know, a long time know. ago. Don't be but afraid. whenever whenever we would talk about shit, you know, and she didn't like what I was saying, she'd be like, "You a lie." So yeah, Rudy Giuliani. She would say, "You a lie." You passed the you passed the bar exam. You a lie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that, that's really all I have to talk about with this uh, Juliana shit. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, to, uh, you know, uh, to kind of follow up with that. I know, uh, and Eddie, you, you can kind of jump on on this because I think you saw some other things that I didn't. But he, you know, they did an interview on Good Morning America where he was basically like, "Bro, like it is what it is. You can fucking watch the movie. You tell me what the fuck he was doing." <laughs> but like, where it was is his security? Is. Where was his? I don't, I, I, like I just assistant. said, where the fuck was his publicist? Like, cause it's like, why the fuck, you know, where he's crazy. Like, Hansen from Dateline NBC. <laughs> Yo, because in, in the movie, it's supposed to be that, uh, Borat's daughter is 15 in the movie. Yeah. So like, so theoretically Giuliani's, uh, I don't know. The only time we've ever really needed Chris Hansen <laughs> and he wasn't well, there for nah, America. Well, for, first of all, I, I've heard you know, very mixed reviews on Chris Hansen. He, yeah, he might not be the greatest of guys, but I bet yeah. Giuliani saw him in the lobby. It was yeah, like, he was hey, like, "Hey, Chris, uh oh, <laughs> let this one go." That's what if you need some pro was. bono. That's they were keeping yeah. Chris Hansen out. <laughs> was that? They were That's downstairs with Chris was. Hansen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris was like, "I got next." <laughs> like, oh, you fucking dirtbag. One correction, though. Yeah. Just to give proper clarity. It's Maria Bakalova. Bakalova. Not baklava, not, like the sweet, delicious, great dessert. Mediterranean. That's, you know baklava what? That's probably. Uh, you know what, Rudy? You're innocent. You, <laughs> he thought. He I declare mistrial. Yeah. He thought he was coming for baklava, right? It was like, oh, I, I like dessert. Let me show uh, how. This baklava is 15 years old. Oh, it's aged. Uh, high quality. I like my old. I like my wine days. I like my baklava. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. You're innocent, <laughs> Let's Rudy. Move on. That I, you know that could probably stand up in court. That honestly, in our court system, maybe I Listen, don't know. It, For people like Rudy Giuliani, yeah. it'll probably stand up. Actually. If if uh, who's that uh, that lady who's running for uh, uh, the Supreme Court? Uh, Amy something. Amy uh, Coney, Coney Barrett, Barrett something. Listen, yeah. If she's the one who's going to decide whether or not 
<laughs> you get convicted. not guilty, not guilty, really. unguilty. Oh, he's, like, <laughs> please, he's like, please get confirmed. To the he's like, who represented OJ? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, let us know in the comment section what you think about the uh, the, the Borat Giuliani shit. Um, yeah, it, it, it's fucking wild. I don't, I don't know what the fuck you guys think about it, but let us know in the comment section below. It's it's some wild shit. All right, so we got the Shonda Rhimes story coming up. I purposely yeah. didn't read this. I don't know shit about this. I'm gonna let you take it. I'm yeah. so excited for our press play. So like, let's let's talk about this and let's. I'm actually it. really excited about our press play, but I'm also fucking excited about, about the Shonda Rhimes shit. It, you don't. You didn't have to read it in order for you to have a very I just strong saw a opinion about this. And I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Uh, okay, so there. so let me give you guys the, the 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 long and short of it here. So, in an interview, and this is from an article from Quartz. Uh, in an interview with uh, the Hollywood Reporter, Rhymes, uh, the creator of blockbuster shows like Grey's Anatomy, uh, do I even need to go much further? Grey's Anatomy has been on longer than I think I've been alive. How long has Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Holy shit! That sh- show's been on literally forever. Broadcast television. <laughs> <laughs> they were filming the show before the technology was available. Yo, th- I, honestly, I, I think you know instead of uh, you know before Christ, it was before <laughs> before Grey's. Before Grey's Anatomy. That's how you measure. <laughs> That's time. how time is measured. Um. So, uh, you know, and obviously she, Jesus she, she was did, actually in the third episode. Was he? <laughs> Not even the, not even the pilot. And it was just a guest appearance. It wasn't like that he, was wasn't, a, he wasn't a series regular at that point. He, he just blessed started. the wine, and then they were like, "Oh, you know what? This thing could really take off." <laughs> Jeez, let's, let's get you back for another. Let's get you back for uh, you know. Let's write a book. Though. Let's turn this into a book. Let's call it the the Bible, and then that. <laughs> And then that's how it all started. That's how it all began. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> if you're very religious, you hate this episode. Super but you can't opinion. stop listening. Yeah, well, this goes back to that Bill Burr joke um, uh, that we were talking about before the podcast. But uh, so, you know, obviously she did, she did scandal as well. Um, so she explained uh, that in 2017, her relationship with ABC was strained uh, with plenty of battles over like budgets and and content and shit. Um, but really, like the last thing that and and I fuck it, I I love this because it's like it's the amount of like pettiness that I aspire to, right? Mm. Like, and honestly, I don't even know if I can really even call this petty so much as it's, it's justified. It's justified. Okay. So she wanted to go, or I guess he wanted to take her family to Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and look, I'll, I'll let her explain it. Uh, she received two all-inclusive passes as part of a, her deal with ABC, right? Like, and that seems like a weird thing, right? Like, two? That's it? I, I produced Grey's Anatomy for you, which has been on for literally... 2,000 years? Yeah. And you know I'm married and I have three and, kids, so that's five. And you only give me two Basic, passes? Basic hmm. math. Interesting. Quick math. Very interesting. Quick math. Um, so, uh, so, uh, but she requested an additional ticket because she, uh, I think her, her sister, um, you know, wanted to go along on the family trip, so she wanted an additional pass, right? Um, so after some unwanted back and forth, um, they said to her, basically, we never do this in terms of issuing her this extra additional pass. She was told that more than once. Now I'm offended. I'm, fair I'm not even. No, I knew you would have strong opinions about this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get to the best part. Rhymes was issued an additional pass, but when her daughters arrived uh, at, at the park, only one of the passes worked. Okay. That's not even the worst part. Rhymes lobbied uh, or lobbed a call to a high ranking executive at the company. Surely, you know, he'd take care of it and figure it out, whatever, you know, be like, hey, whatever. Just like, you know, it's fucking Shonda Rhimes. Just pass her through. Instead, the exec allegedly said, 
don't you have enough? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Oh, uh, li- that's hey, the only listen. appropriate way to answer that is oh hell no what the oh, fuck? Uh, what are we talking about here this motherfucker I have, I have strong opinions here here uh, uh, let me get to the rest of it uh you know obviously rhymes was like what the fuck is happening here i'm shonda fucking rhymes give me my goddamn respect she was lebron before lebron was lebron right um sh- so at that point she basically was like fuck this shit i'm out of here right so that's why we got her with Netflix, right? We we knew back, I think it was 2018 or 2019 that she signed with Netflix. Uh, you know, huge contract with 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 Netflix. And we were all like, oh shit, that kind of came out of nowhere. Well, here we go. We Now we understand exactly sort of what transpired. ABC slash Disney wasn't really, because ABC is owned by Disney apparently, which I didn't fucking know, but uh, it's a thing. Can you imagine um, that phone call though? She had to have been like, ha, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. She got her Denzel on. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> no, I'm so, going to have you playing basketball in Pelican Bay <laughs> when I'm through with you. Shoe program, nigga. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Yo, she must. Uh, I would have been hot. So she literally said she called. She was like, she with the executive that she spoke to, she literally was like, oh, no. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Hung up the phone. Immediately called her lawyer and was like, yo, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I need to get me out of this contract. I don't know how the fuck you're going to do it, but get me the fuck out of this contract, right? Like when Jay-Z yeah. left Def Jam and started Rockefeller, I, he was I like, listen, buy me out of my contract. I'm glad you brought up Jay-Z. Because mm-hmm. oh, I, I want to use a Jay-Z lyric. I, I got a Jay-Z lyric I remember lyric for you. earlier when yeah, you said you I had did. It. Yeah, It's called a callback, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, that's how you produce a show. That's how you. I feel like Dwayne Wade. This is how you produce a show. I feel like Dwayne Wade. All I need you LeBron stuck on the jumbo Right. Okay. So before I get to the Jay-Z shit, um, it's a small thing. Here's a small thing, right? Small thing that I kind of like realized or that I was thinking about as I was reading the stuff up about this, this story. This divides people, right? Because people are like, yo, you're fucking Shonda Rhimes. Just buy a fucking ticket, right? Also, you're Shonda Rhimes working for ABC, who's owned by Disney. Why the fuck do I need to buy a ticket, right? Yeah. This goes down to a philosophical thing of like, well, should people get like fucking special treatment because they work for a place? Answer? Easy answer. Yes. Like and if yes. I look, look uh, if I worked for, let's say I worked for uh, uh, um, a uh, rental house like that, they, you know, uh, rent out cameras and shit like that. Right. And I'm like, oh, I've got a project. Right. Am I going to go to that rental house and be like, oh, I want to pay full price for the cameras or I'm going to pay full price for whatever it is to rent, whatever. No. Why the fuck am I working here if. Part, like you already don't pay me enough. Like, why am I working here if you're not also going to give me some sort of extra benefit, right? Why does anybody work anywhere if you can't also benefit from yeah, that place? It's like employee it's, perks. What right? the fuck? Like, <laughs> and, and what are we doing? <laughs> and you know, something even more simpler, right? If I'm a car salesman and I'm a top salesman, right? Yeah. And I need to borrow. You're going to try to keep my cars in the sh- You're going to keep me. You're gonna say, "Hey, what do you need? Do you need a car? You need a, you're our top salesman, right? What is I, that? What I, is your numbers again? I ex, if cool. I'm a top salesman, I expect to exactly. be able to drive whatever the, the fuck the I want on that list. Shit, give me the shit, right? Or I'll just go work at the other deal. Exactly, right? Okay. So here's what I was thinking as I was. You have that philosophical debate of like, okay, should she pay, you know, for a ticket? She's a she's clearly rich, right? Like, my thing is where my stand is is, is that no, do I think like you know, 
you should be like a prima donna about shit. No, but also if I produce Grey's fucking anatomy for you, I think having three tickets to Disneyland to do whatever the fuck I want at Disneyland it's okay. And if I'm Shonda Rhimes, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not even going to bring up Scandal. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not, <laughs> I didn't even, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I, say Just scandal. Grace. Just Grace. Just yeah. Grace. Why do we need to go to Scandal? I didn't even, even, I didn't even bring up Scandal. Let's hey, just talk about Grace. Hey, just talk about Grace. Um, So what I was thinking as I was reading this article, though, it's interesting, right? The executive that she's talking to. Who was it? There, No, no. I, I don't know who the fuck it was. But I guarantee fucking <laughs> <laughs> you that that executive doesn't fucking pay to get their family into Disneyland. Are you fucking kidding me? You're an executive at uh, at Disney and you're paying Wait, was it was to get your family at ABC? No, no, executive at Disney. So she asked oh. that, or at least that's how I uh, how I understand it. Okay. Maybe it's maybe it's So not she that got case. the passes through ABC. She I called believe, the as just her at as just Disney. her package with ABC and then she I guess she was at Disneyland, so she had to like escalate it with Disney itself. Maybe I'm wrong mm. about that, but I believe she called somebody at Disney, right? If you're an executive at Disney, there is no fucking way you're like, okay, if I own a restaurant, right? And my, let's say I'm married and my wife wants to come eat at the restaurant. Am I really going to like make my wife pay full price for a fucking meal at a restaurant? No. What the fuck? I own the restaurant. Why am I fucking making my wife pay? She's going to come in and she's going to eat, right? That's called a fucking perk because you own the restaurant. If you're an executive or. I wouldn't even make my side chick pay. (laughs) So, <laughs> if you're, I love how that joke just lingered. <laughs> I, I, we'll move on. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll let that joke be what it is, right? It, it was perfect. We'll let it, we'll let it be what it is. I didn't say anything. It's just like Rudy Giuliani, right? It is what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so he, here, here's my thing, right? Um, he, this is why, and I think I talked about this earlier, where like there's a misconception of where value is if you're an executive at disney right like what's what's the value in an executive it's it, you don't really have any like true skill okay you can make the argument that you have the skill to like organize shit and like i don't know figure out how to put certain packages together okay maybe you can argue that that's a talent maybe you can argue but you're not shonda fucking rhymes yeah like you don't create an entire not just one show but a fucking decade of multiple shows that are all fucking hits through your network. So where's the value really? Is it in you that you make a couple uh, phone calls a day and that's your job? Or is it me that I create fucking shows? Yeah. Like who actually should be getting the perks here? Like is it... If you're an executive, really, I mean, it's just a job title, right? You may have worked there long enough and you're like not a fucking manager of a department and they're like, all right, fuck, uh, we can't, we're not going to give you a pay raise. We'll just give you another title. Uh, you're VP. You're an executive. You're fuck. Uh, you've been here five <laughs> years later. Uh, you're senior executive. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Don't uh, you all love all the titles that they give? Yeah. yeah. What other yeah. title can we uh, give? A uh, junior vice president, yeah. uh, uh, senior vice president, uh, triple you're, you're uh, a managing something, partner. Something. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? A managing partner? <laughs> I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> right? You're not a creator. Yeah. You are far more replaceable than a Shonda Rhimes. What they did yeah. here, they uh they rolled the dice. Yeah. Right. And I whoever this manager was, I would be surprised if or they exec- still have yeah. a job. Maybe they exactly. do. I don't know. They but they, do, they yeah. rolled the dice and they were like, uh, we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna break our backs to do this thing for you, one of our top creators. Yeah. What they didn't realize is Netflix 
No, no, no. They they had to have realized. Here, here, okay, let me let me get you, let me you get. Th- you think they saw guess. that coming? Sure. I'm, they, you, unless you're a complete fucking moron, you have to realize that. And well, I mean, the you're, for, you're a complete moron for only offering two passes in the first place. Exactly. How many passes? You tell me how it, many passes you need. Why do I even have to know how many passes? Yeah. Just fucking go. You I show sh- up. Say I'm Sean the Rhymes. Yeah. You're in. Yeah. I don't give. We'll we'll bring Take the fucking national the guard with you. I don't yeah. give a shit. Um. So you want the PJ? Yeah, the PJ. How many All passengers? Right. <laughs> Private jet. Oh, I thought you. We're yeah, friends. I thought you were somewhere else. In that. Yeah, no. We're, listen, this is how close you should be to your top talent. Yeah, we're friends. We can talk in these terms. How yeah. many passengers? Yeah, I got. I got you the sixteen passenger. So, so here's where I was talking about Jay Z, right? Uh, I I will always remember this this lyric that Jay Z had, right? It was in um, tell uh, me the song first. It, it was um, Lost Ones, off of uh, Kingdom Come. Okay. Um, Lost ones. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, with Michelle, yeah, Chris, yeah. whatever yeah. the fuck her name is. Uh, so uh, I, I always remember this lyric because it's also fucking true. I heard a motherfucker saying they may hove, may hove say, okay, so make another hove, right? Mm. You're an executive. I can find another fucking executive. Can I find another Shonda Rhimes? Nope. She's made hit after hit after hit show for you. And you're over a hundred some odd dollar fucking pass. You're going to tell me how much do you need or whatever the fuck they said to her. Here's where my theories. Here's where my theories. They're not that stupid, right? You, nobody can be that dumb. If you're that dumb. Yeah. You, like everybody needs to be fired. The person who hired you, the person who hired that person needs to be fired. The person who fucking started Disney probably needs to be. He's dead. But <laughs> Walt Disney, he's dead. But um, everybody needs to be fired in that scenario, right? I don't think that's what it was. I think it's a case where for whatever fucking reason, they didn't want Shonda Rhimes there. Maybe they, they had some issues with her uh, creatively or whatever the case is. You don't fucking argue with somebody about a hundred some odd dollar ticket. I don't even care if it's a thousand some odd dollar ticket. If they're producing that much fucking content for you, yeah. there is no way on God's green earth. You're arguing with that person over something so fucking trivial. Yeah. There's just no way so, they had to have. There had to be something there. Here's why Shonda Rhimes is just like the supreme winner in this situation, right? Because one, she's still getting her residuals. You know that. Of course. Oh, you no, no, know that. She, yeah. You know yeah. that no, the no, check no, no. still on, comes. Yeah, still. And, and it, when the check comes, yeah. it's blue. It's a, no, no. It's, it's a courier that comes, you know, it knocks on the oh, door. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, probably yeah. in her contract. Yeah. <laughs> you have to send someone from the office. Personally. In fact, that, with, that executive. Yeah. <laughs> with their employee badge. So I know that they're not just a hired courier. I need. They need to have an active employee badge, yeah. and I I need to be able to scan yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I gotta have a scanner too. Yeah, gotta, I gotta, yeah, hook yeah, me up with a scanner. I don't work there anymore, but I still need to be able to scan their badge to make sure they're an active employee. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's who brings me yeah. my blue check. Yeah. Um. You and uh, for anybody who's listening, if you don't know what a blue, a blue check is, is when you're talking millions. Yeah. When the check is like a million yeah. or more, that's when it's blue. I didn't know that. So thank yeah. you for that update. <laughs> it better be blue. When it comes. Um, yeah, so so I that, will cash it for four years just to show you how much money I have. I'm spending money, <laughs> and you better not fucking yeah. you better not cancel the check because it's old either. You better oh, no, fucking. No, no. Just, I'm spending yeah. Grey's Anatomy money from 20, 
2015. <laughs> I haven't even spent 2016's money, and it's 2020. Um, that's so, how good she is. So look, that, that's my theory about Shonda Rhimes. Look, as far as the, as far as like the philosophical debate about like if rich people should have to pay for shit, I think that there is like limits to it, right? Like when you're saying if you're already like if you're Jeff Bezos and you're like, oh, you don't have to pay for anything. I hate Jeff how you Bezos. Say his name. Bezos, Bezos, what is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. okay. Fair enough. Who knows? Um, but but if you're He's rich, if you, it changes. If you're everything. Jeff, I'll just call him first name, right? Um, if you're Jeff and you're the richest man in the world, theoretically, you should have to pay for everything, right? But clearly, he doesn't pay for everything. I'm That's part of the reason why he's shit. not, you know, why he is the richest man in the world is because he probably just doesn't have to pay for certain shit, right? If I'm Jeff Bezos and I go to your, like, let's say you're, you own a restaurant and yeah. I come to your restaurant and I mm. eat there, just by me having been there. It's, yeah, it's going to be hot. I'm not yeah. paying for this. Yeah. Thank um, you. No, you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it really is. Um, so, but it, it, to to talk about just quickly the the philosophical debate about that, I think there are limits, right? Like, if you're the richest man in the world, just fuck up, pay for your shit, right? Sure. But also, I don't, I don't argue with people who do give you shit for free because it's just it, just like you said, it's basically publicity for them, right? If yeah. if just Jeff Bezos is wearing your shirt, right, you're not gonna make Jeff Bezos pay for your shirt because you can monetize the publicity. exactly that that you get off of that shirt right so i i but i think it's a touchy game in this scenario i don't understand what the fuck the issue it had to be some sort of personal issue or we it had to do be this for everybody some, what? what the fuck yo who the fuck do you think you're talking to this isn't anna kendrick <laughs> this is shonda rhymes what is your beef with Anna Kendrick? I don't Kendrick? know. I, don't fuck. I just I've always hated Anna Kendrick. You you. It seems like you hate every white ever woman. since her performance in The Accountant. The, first of all, oh I you know I didn't watch The Accountant. I didn't great like, movie. I, I love Ben Affleck, but yeah. Anna Kendrick. She was she's like not, she's not good enough. She was like wallpaper. You know, just she was just she there. Was there. <laughs> How did I know what you're saying? <laughs> that was a have, I, have I used that joke before? No, I just knew what you're saying. Um, it's just a good joke. Uh, so, so yeah, so, so that, that's my whole thing. I, I thought, I think that, that, that was a really interesting thing to talk about because it, it opens up this sort of philosophical debate is that like, you have two different things going on. Like, was it fucked up what the executive said to her, but also should she just fucking have to pay for her own ticket in this situation? I think there are limits to it, but in this situation, no, I don't fucking, she's fucking Shonda Rhimes working at ABC that's owned by Disney. Who's creating hit after hit for them. Yeah. If she wants to fucking get in to Disneyland within fucking because she's making the money she's yeah. making the money it's not like, antonio brown it's shonda rhymes you, come on we <laughs> all right comment in this comment section below what you think before this fucking gets away from us uh we got an antonio brown reference so i know this is going sideways already um uh, he just got signed with the tampa bay buccaneers so he teamed up with tom brady again problem don't tell me that i i didn't need to know that yeah that was, what the fuck? problem and they just beat green bay <sighs> shut up okay we don't need to talk about yes. it uh so uh, so yeah, um, let us know in the comment section below what the fuck you think about uh, this whole Shauna Rhyme situation. Do you think that she was uh, right to to kind of defect to Netflix based off of this sort of last straw shit defect. with uh, with with Disney Disneyland or was it petty? Um, you let us know in the comment section below. Love to hear from you. Okay, uh, you know, dude, we, we we do this every week, um, and uh, every week, you know, we. We essentially we say the same thing. Another one. 
special cloth. Uh, I'm gonna steal. I'm sorry, DJ Khaled. Special cloth alert. Yeah, um, uh, I was supposed to have the air horns but, there, but, but it's like, not quite I, working. I cite my sources, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. MLA format, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we've got another press play for you, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, this week. We decided it, it, it's a, it's a movie that didn't just come out just you know this week, but. Um, but it was recommended. Shout out uh, Sergio, who uh, is a part of the podcast. Um, he, he recommended this film. We are doing Shit House, uh, yes. uh, which is uh, let me give you the quick synopsis. It's about a homesick college freshman uh, who goes to a party uh, at a, I guess a frat house called Shit House, uh, and ends up uh, spending the the night with a sophomore RA who's um, had a shitty day and wants someone to hang out with. Uh, this was uh, directed and written by Cooper um, Rafe. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. My apologies if that's not. Um, but uh, let's just, you know, we're already clearly way over time here. Let's just jump into the plot. What do we what do we think about the plot of this film? I'm very curious to hear what you what you have to think, by the way. I was unimpressed by the plot. Ooh, 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 okay. I was pleased with the final product. Mm, okay, explain. This film seems, looks, and feels and tastes like you've had it before, right? It's like to me, this was like uh why, why go to Chipotle, right? And I know I'm going to get something. I know it's going to be good. Whenever you ever had a bad okay, meal at Chipotle. Keep the metaphors to a minimum. Let's just, no, just tell I me. I can't help myself. Just let me go. When okay. I'm on a roll, just let me roll. <laughs> let Russ cook. <laughs> uh, so again, like college movie, guy, girl, they, they like each other. They don't like each other. They fall in love. They don't fall in love. Something happens. They end up together in the end, right? It feels yeah. like you've seen it before. But not in this way, mm. which was really interesting to me. Mm. Again, because I, again, I when I was watching this, I was like, I mean, even when you first sent it to me, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, I wish we were gonna. Can we just watch something with Ben Affleck in it? <laughs> what has he done lately? Um, <laughs> he's always a good go-to. Uh, but as I was watching this movie, minute by minute, I was constantly impressed by it. So again, homesick college freshman goes to a party at shit house. Um, you can't help but relate to these characters. We've got this uh, um, this young man played uh, played by Cooper Wraith, Alex Malquist, who's trying to find himself in college, right? And like he has these presumptions about what the college experience is, right? Like, oh, like everyone here is bullshit. Like no one's being themselves. Or like you know, college is just bullshit and everyone's fake. Like those types of presumptions, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he's like detaching himself from the experience. Like he's trying to be above the experience. It's like one of those situations where like you think you're the smartest person in the room, yeah. but you're not even really acknowledging like everybody else in the room is smart too. Like yeah. you're, you're just another smart person in the room. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. Um, he meets this young woman, um, Maggie Hill, played by uh, Dylan uh, Galula, yeah. who presents him with like a challenge he's he's yet to uh experience right like a mm. you know a young woman who's she's not you know intimidated by the experience she's not she's like i'm here for it like yeah. i'm here for all of this college shit uh and she has like a certain maturity that like he doesn't have right you know mm. she's like i i thrive alone mm -hmm. um that is where I found this movie to be a lot more interesting is that mm. like, you know, watching this guy navigate this experience that we've all experienced. I mean, anyone who went to college, um, 
that we've all experienced and like college is a tricky place right like how do you navigate this thing um and it's always interesting watching two people go through the same thing and experience it very differently but at the same time like they end up in the same place Mm -hmm. um that's you know that's what made me really enjoy this movie towards the end yeah um so this is a very interesting movie for me to watch right because you you said before uh that it was relatable and i think that that's for me it was a hundred percent relatable it was a very enjoyable movie to watch but also a deeply uncomfortable movie to watch and i might be revealing too much of my own personal life in this uh review of this movie but i feel like you can't really t- with how personal he got with the movie uh talking about uh cooper uh rave um because this is basically like a autobiography about basically his life uh i feel like i also have to be sort of like you know uh, transparent in a way in terms of the reality i fucking related to this character so much and it was like the hardest thing to fucking sit through because uh Man, you didn't have any friends in college no one liked you that's fair yeah that's, that's very true actually yeah. it, weirdly not, so i commuted uh basically through, Did I beat through you up in college <laughs> this asshole this is our listeners um, are like oh my god i feel so sorry for you let me, let, let me subscribe thanks we got one million more subscribers um all yeah all because you proposed to be a jerk is yeah, yeah, yeah. um no but uh yeah like and not even just in college but like even in, in high school too because i so i you know i went to one school the school we both went to um I uh, went to athleton I did. I went to both. I went to Appleton. And okay. Yeah. You graduated from Appleton, right? Yes. Um, yeah. I started off at Wild Lake and, and uh, got redistricted to uh, Appleton. That's a lot. took a turn for the worst. Redlining, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's what I took a turn for the worst. <laughs> um, uh, but but I, so I, I relate to this character because of his like sensitivity, mm. right? So what I found really interesting uh, about this movie and, 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 and I'm glad that I kind of had the experience that I've had going into the movie. So I've been listening a lot to a lot of like nineties rap hip hop. Uh, and I remember listening to mob deeps, um, shook ones and how, you know, how's this, how's the song begin for real niggas who ain't got no feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we're taught as kids, as teenagers is, Oh yeah, like if you're emotionless as a guy, yeah, that's that's a one. That's what yeah, you. That's exactly what you want to be. Men. Yes, very toxic. Um, yeah, it, it it's you know, and I think you know maybe toxic's like an overused term, but I think it's it correctly illustrates or, or correctly depicts exactly like what it is to I think be a young man, especially back you know nineties two thousands forever I guess. Um, is yeah, I mean since yeah. the beginning, of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, is you know, this, this whole idea of oh, like, yeah, you don't have to display emotion. Like, you know, like that's, that's, you know, uh, uh that's bullshit. You know, you, you, you're not a real man. If you display emotion, this movie is completely, it, it turns all that on its head, basically. Right. It, it, Alex is nothing but emotional the entire fucking time. Every fucking scene you think, are you going to cry, Alex? Is, is that, are tears going to come out of your eyes? <laughs> Which, you know, as I'm watching it, I was finding it painful because here he's, you know, lusting after, uh, uh, this 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 woman you know that 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 he meets Maggie um and he it's hard to tell who the villain and the hero of the story is right because on one hand 
you might say, oh, it's Maggie because she just, you know, they have this really fucking fantastic night together where they're both just vibing and, you know, they, they have this good rapport. And then all of a sudden she just acts like she doesn't fucking know him like the next day, you know, and it's easy to paint her as the villain. But the, the truth of the matter, and this is something that I personally had to figure out along the way, and I'm going to tell like a story here that I really shouldn't tell, but I want to tell, tell it. Um, it's, it's not an, like an embarrassing story, but it's just one that cuts deep for me. Um, ah, fuck it then. <laughs> No one cares about your feelings, <laughs> your past, your emotions, what you've been through. For real niggas, we got no. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, so like you know, he 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 meets Maggie, and you know he he's lusting after her, and it's something like like that I had to learn over the course of time. It's just like, yo. Maggie doesn't owe you a goddamn thing. Like she doesn't owe you a fucking thing. Like, you know, and I think that that's what's so crazy about some of these like sensitive guys and like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I've always listened to like, I think it's vertical horizon song is like, um, that's, uh, it's basically like a song about like, um, you know, uh, I'm everything that, uh, that you want, but you know, but you don't want me or whatever. It's just like, well, no, that's not a real thing. Right. Like I don't just say magic words and then you're like, <gasps> you're the person, right? Like, yeah. that's not a thing, right? It's just, oh, like, do I vibe with you? Do I, you know, do I just fuck with you? Like, like it's, it's about, it's more about that than about like, I just say a magic combination of things and then suddenly you're in love with me. And I think that that's a lot of these sensitive guys. That's how it's depicted, right? It's just that like, I'm saying all the things that you, you want to hear, but you don't love me. And it's just like, well, yeah, because you're just saying shit. Like half the time, you probably don't even fucking mean the thing you're saying. You're saying it because you think it's like the right words, you know? And I think that that's how I kind of viewed love and like relationships when I was younger, which is why I had such a difficult time. I think, you know, as I sort of got older a little bit of building long lasting, like uh, romantic relationships is because you kind of view it in that way. And that's exactly how I think uh, Alex, even if he didn't, like, even if Cooper didn't mean to like write it this way, but that's exactly sort of how I was seeing it on screen was just like, just fucking just endless wave of just like, no, I'm sensitive and I'm, you know, I'm nice and I'm caring and you should like me because like I'm that. It's just like, no, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. If she wants to wake up tomorrow and fuck somebody else, she can do that because, you know, you're that's she doesn't owe anything to you. You know, um, is it weird? Maybe. Uh oh, no, no, is it weird? Maybe that she did that? Yes. But that's what gets me into the sort of the, the, the other part of the movie that I really appreciated was um, this idea of how we process grief, right? That we all process grief very fucking differently. Some people like to process grief by crying, right? That just cry. Let's cry it out, right? Like something happened. Let me just fucking cry that shit out, right? Some people just like to fuck other people in order to, to get, a, uh, you know, get away from the grief. And then cry later, right? <laughs> like you, you still cry, but it's after you just fuck a whole bunch of people, right? Nobody can really fucking like, sure, some shit is more healthier than others, but I can't fucking tell you how to process grief. So if you're a person who ends up sleeping with somebody, right? Like, and he slept with her on the first night that he essentially like met her, like really like knew her, or had any interaction with her. You can't wake up the next day and be like, no. We must make this thing work. You must basically be my girlfriend. And it's like, it's kind of when you bullshit couldn't get hard the first time. Say one more Remember he couldn't get hard the first time? Oh, yeah. that's That was very, yeah. Then, it's hard I to mean, come back from that. Yeah, no pun intended. lucky if she even lets you stay the night. <laughs> yeah. Right? If, come on. Come on, guy. 
<laughs> like let's come be on, real. Guy. Come on, you yeah. can't you, you can't go soft and yeah. then expect. Come on, and then say, oh, the sun's <laughs> in my head. No, bro. Listen, she lets you she lets you get a second try and be thankful for that. <laughs> Leave <laughs> first. Don't even stay the night. Yeah. Leave. You're like immediately. You after. know what you're like. You're like Quibi. You gotta like. Come yeah. on, let's cut our losses while we. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I did make up for it on the back end. I'll, I'll Let me be thankful for what. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so it's, it's all that, and then uh, you know, obviously, I think the plot steals heavily from. You, I'm sure you haven't watched it, but it's the Before Sunrise series that this this movie really stole from. Where basically you get two people that just meet like that night, and then you just follow their conversation the entire night. Yet it's like, you know, one of the reasons why I think you actually would like this the Before Sunrise series. Is that this? That's all the Before Sunrise series is is uh, made by Richard Linklater and has um, Julie Depley and uh, Ethan Hawke uh, who star in it. It's literally just them having a conversation basically throughout the entire series. It's three movies, but it's like some of the most entertaining shit that I, I like. Again, I and I've said this before on this podcast. It's my favorite series. It's made my favorite trilogy of films, and the reason why is because it's so fucking engage, uh, engaging. While there's like nothing else going on, there's no explosions, there's no fucking you know urgent situation that needs to be solved. It's just two people talking about fucking life and shit, and yet you're you feel like you're part of that journey. Yeah. And I think that this movie did a good job in sort of mimicking that sort of same uh, motif where you just get them just strolling through, you know, um, going on these weird sort of like side adventures, but just it's just them basically talking the entire time, and you get so much from them as far as like emotion, as far as understanding who they're you know who they are as people. Um, um, and it, it's it's some of the most entertaining shit that I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, can be done with 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 movies. Um, but you also brought up a point that I thought was really good. And I, and I promise this is the end. I know this is a very long uh, conversation about the plot, but uh, the idea of being alone. Right. Like that was a really specific, I think, thing about this movie is, is that you have Alex who's really sad about, you know, being away from his mom and his sister, which, by the way. I think one of the like the, the dropped sort of plot points about this movie was his sister. It seemed like there was such there's something going on with his sister. It was so interesting. Like the, one of the first times we see her on screen, she's like drunk and yet she's 15. And it's just like, OK, like, can we yeah. figure out like what's going on here? And like her yeah. mom's she's sitting. She's like next to her mom while we know she's drunk. Clearly, she's drunk. Alex says she's drunk. drunk. Yeah. And so did she get drunk with her mom or she had a no, party she, she, she was she, I believe she was at a party and then she came home. And Maybe then, was it one of those relationships where the mom is living like vicariously through her daughter? No, her. So Alex says it in the you know in the movie. She's very much a mom. Like she's very much caretaker. You know, trying to take care of yeah. you know everybody. Um, but it so, is Texas though. So, oh, did, uh, yeah, they did live in Texas. You yeah. start drinking at ten, shooting <laughs> guns at eleven. Is it Coke by twelve? Not in Texas. No, okay. no. You smuggle for the Mexican <laughs> cartel by twelve. Because you're right by the border. Yeah, but you got to do what do you, weed. What is it? You got to do something. You buy no, no, you don't. What? They will kill you if you. <laughs> Pablo, no, you're Pablo a King. trafficker. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You get yeah, high no, on your. As what? Frank Lucas never get this high on Mexican your own supply. Mexican cartel. Yeah, yeah. You don't take yeah. their product. Fair enough. Uh, it's, you know, it's not blue magic. You don't want to. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So. So yeah. She. She was a very interesting character that we just never really get to like. And I'm sure there's got to be tons of scenes that they cut for time's sake that they didn't get to because it felt like there was just more to that character. Yeah. She doesn't even have very many lines out of the movie, but the emotion I mean, there's a that whole she scene does, where 
you know, he's on the phone talking to his mom in about, the car. Hey, yeah, I, I really need to like d- I dive into this college thing. And then the sister's just in the car, like, no, but she, she the, the emotion on her face was yeah. there where she it looked like she was about to cry, but then she doesn't, I guess, because her, her mom's kind of losing a little bit. Yeah. So maybe she feels like she needs like, to you be gotta be strong, a little tougher, but you can tell car. she's holding something back. Yeah. So, yeah, to your point, there was something there, but like she doesn't even get one line. Which, yeah, I thought that was so interesting that they didn't, like, dive into that. Because it, it felt like somewhere where we should have explored Because if you're more. really in that car and you're you're talking to your brother on the... Like, you're going to say something, yeah. right? Especially if they were as close as, like, uh, as, they, as they were saying. As he let on, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it was just him talking to the mom and his sister was, like, listening in. But if the family's that close, it's like a family conversation. Yeah. I yeah. Thought that was weird uh, I, yeah. I, I thought it was weird. But also, I think maybe it was a creative choice based off of time. You know, but also, yeah, I would have loved to dive a little, a little more with that. But this idea of being alone in college was something clearly like during that same conversation conversation you're talking about. He displayed so much fucking emotion that was if it's looked and it felt genuine um, in that moment when he was basically just talking about how much he loved them. But also he didn't really try in college like he the reason why he was having such a shitty time is because he just didn't do anything. He just grabbed food at a cafeteria, went back up to his room. And then the time where he you meet, he sees some people that he kind of like was a little bit of friends with, he ate with them and it was great and it was awesome. He had a great day, you know. Um, but I think that that speaks to just like general, like life in general. This is like you oftentimes it's a case where you think the world's shitty, the world sucks, the world's whatever. Sometimes you're just not trying. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you do try, right? Sometimes you make an effort and then like, you know, somebody says, like, get the fuck away from me. I don't need any new friends. No new friends. It's Drake. Yeah, you're trying to be friends with me. Yeah. It's like, no new friends. <laughs> um, but uh, sometimes you don't try and you never, and, and I think that's the whole point of it is, right? You you don't, you have to keep trying. Like, it's not something where you try and you, like, you get turned down and it's just yeah. like, oh, that's it. It's like, no, you have to keep at it, right? Yeah. In order to, you know, to, to, to potentially get to the place that you want to be in if life. If you try once and you quit after that and then you form an assumption about the experience or the people that you had the experience with, off of one effort then like you're doing yourself in an in a you know disservice everybody else is going to go on and be happy and they're going to like they're going to oh, like I'm yeah. going to keep trying it this thing is it's fun it's it's worthwhile and you're just going to be yeah. the guy sitting by yourself eating exactly. alone uh and then you're going to look back on it and like damn I wish I would have tried at least one more time exactly um and so like I, the people I, at Quibi I think that <laughs> I think that's 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 kind of like the part of the the movie that I really loved is is the fact that uh, it's the idea that college is a weird place where you're both alone and together with people. Right. Like it's this place where you don't really know, especially if you go to you go off to college or on campus, you're living on campus. You don't really know, especially if you're a freshman freshman, you don't really know anybody theoretically. And yet, you know, uh, you're supposed to like go out, make friends, do all this shit, right? And and so it's a weird place where you're both alone, but also together with people, which is a hard thing to navigate. You have to learn how to be an adult on your own in terms of like, how can I just like, you saw him, how he was going through the montage. It was like Rocky where he's just like, all right, I'm going to go get on the treadmill. You know, I'm going to go, I don't know, make my bed or do whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. Um. Okay, how do I start adulting, which is you being alone, also being together with people in terms of talking to people, making friends, going to different, you know, events, you know, doing whatever. Right. 
it was hard as fuck. It brought back a lot of feels from 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 yeah, both college as well as like high school. Really... <laughs> but it was weird. It wasn't You've been just talking about this uh, plot for, for a long time, forty five minutes exactly. Uh, it wasn't just that I liked the movie. I just found it really relatable. But like, it wasn't that I just really liked it. It was just yeah. like it was just I could yes, like whatever is happening here, I can remember a time when I kind of like felt felt like that. I saw another college movie recently that was like kind of like an over-dramatized version of college or high school. Was it a movie that we watched? Might have been. I don't, I don't know. Was it a show that we watched? It was something that I watched recently that was like over-dramatized. And I remember like talking to somebody about it and be like, yeah, that's not how like high school really mm. is. Oh, uh, you know what? It was Booksmart. Finally saw Booksmart. Yeah. And it was like, co- it but was like also, high school. Also, it's high levels. school like now though. Which is different from high school when we were in high school. You know what I mean? I guess they do it's have a different, Snapchat. Yeah. Now, it's a different kind of vibe. And they have Quibi too. And- <laughs> <laughs> Correction. They had they Quibi. Had Quibi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so so anyways, uh, I don't you know who I, had Quibi. I bet Alex had Quibi. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah. Loser. Um, <laughs> so yo, okay, before right before we move on from plot, the, one of the most hilarious scenes was like literally like the opening scene where he it, like basically his talking dog or his his dog that he talks to which is making side comments on uh you him, know like when he was talking to his when he was roommate. talking to his roommate it was fucking he was like you know his roommate was telling a joke and he was uh, and the dog and he was like oh yeah do you think that would work like you know in an actual stand-up and then alex is like yeah yeah i think that would work and the dog in like caption is like what <laughs> <laughs> I do. The dog was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I did like. I'm, like, I'm sad her, that they didn't bring the dog back throughout the throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. Because I towards yeah, they, the, uh, the it, beginning, it was just that was it. It was just the beginning. Yeah. Um, but so let's let's jump into uh, to yeah, the characters. Character, so. yeah. I want to let you take this first, sure. Because I have. Uh, I want to see because whenever we normally do this, I feel like I go first, and then like we have the same. We mirror each I, other. I think it's going to be this. Well, let me not say that. I don't know if it's going to be the same, but I, I think, think it's going to be it's... different this time around. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so I think my runner-up, I think it has to be Al, uh, uh, Cooper Rafe as uh, Alex uh, uh, Memquist um, because, yeah, there's the emotion that he displays and the fact, look, for anybody to write, direct, and act in their own film, I don't give a shit how it turns out, you get my fucking applause. Oh. Uh, fucking job well done uh, because that that is a task to fucking do. Um and so, uh, so just for the fact that he did all that, uh, he, he gets my applause. Um, I think the MVP for this film, clearly to me, uh, I think is is, is Dylan um, uh, Guila, Guil, Guila. I don't know. Is that how you pronounce the name? Um, One hundred percent not. Uh, Maggie. The fuck is she from anyway? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, who played Maggie Hill? Um, so I actually was wondering who. She's where from do Philly. I, I was like, where do where do I know her face from? I know her face from somewhere. She was in Unbreakable Kimmy uh, Schmidt. That's where I know her from. Yeah. And I was because I was wondering, I was like, yo, she looks so familiar. And I remember like her, her mannerisms and thinking that it was just weird and quirky. And I was like, oh shit, like she's from uh from, from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um I thought her ability to hop in and out of emotions and to kind of display emotions a bit, but not really display them. I thought it was just simply mesmerizing in terms of just like her awkwardness. Like it was just what what she was able to do with the role was i think uh brilliant uh i think i can just sum it up like that because i took a lot of time in the plot to talk and i know everybody's 
suffering on the couch right now because <laughs> we've been talking for a long switching, time. Switching, changing yeah. positions, changing butt cheeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so runner up, my first runner up, I got to give it to Juan Wood who plays Charlie. Uh, the basketball player who Wait. was like who was kind of like the doorman at the house party. Oh shit! Yeah, that was a, that was a fantastic scene. Yeah. So very limited screen time, obviously, yeah. right? But what a way to like breathe air into the movie for just a short period of time. Yeah. But and do it so interestingly and like he was like uh, he brought comedy to it. He was he funny, right? Yeah. Like, I remember watching the movie and it was so like somber, right? It was like, oh, you know, they fucked and now he's upset and, and, and she's happy and then he's a fucking loner. And then, and, and then you get to this house party and it's like, this guy's funny. He's like, he really feels like a, a guy I, I knew in college, right? Like yeah. when you go to the house party, he was like one of the guys there. He felt real. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, all of these characters are the oldest fucking college friends sophomores and freshmen i've ever seen no nah, i know I, I know i've known people who like look in actually sound like alex no are, like the guy alex i mean like i'm like yo he's 27 he looks 27 but he's like playing a college nah, freshman I, I know dudes sophomore like that and even even the girl maggie she's like yeah. she doesn't look a day over 12 fuck no in real life she's like 26 i know but like in, in the movie she looked like 23 no she didn't i swear to god uh so so i gotta give uh, uh, the actor Juan Wood who plays Charlie I gotta give him a nod because that to me was like a moment throughout the film that I really remember I was like alright fresh air you know you know something different it feels a little bit different this is fun you know and I really enjoyed and then like the, the scene where he's like chasing him uh, the least athletic basketball <laughs> player because uh, did you see them running? Yeah, like, it was. You could tell was, neither was of not, them had yeah. ran in the past three years. Yeah, yeah. in they fact, had, they only did one take. They uh, had yeah. no stride. Yeah. No one fucking. There's no extension. Ne- yeah. None of them yeah. ran track, yeah. right? And you could tell this basketball team, D three basketball team for sure, <laughs> never made any conference finals. Anyway, I got to give it to Juan Wood. Uh, for me, his character, that his presence on film just brought like breathe breathe air into the room. Sure. Uh, Obviously, Cooper Rafe uh, as Alex Malquest. I mean, I think, you know, anyone who could write, direct and star in their own film and do a good job in all of those areas. Yeah. Uh, you get yeah, thanks my for shout stealing out. Exactly what I said. You know, uh, basically. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Listen, I know you said it first, but don't steal yeah, my words. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, I'm going to go with Galula. Jalula? Galula? Galula? Yeah, I'm going to go with you Galula. You almost had me convinced until you kept saying. I'm going to go with Galula. She's great. She's the best. She's the best. Yeah. You know, I know many. I found I know her. Many I discovered her. All great, all great people. <laughs> right. So, uh, just it felt so natural. Like her, yeah. the way she played this character, it felt like she was playing like a version of herself. Yeah. Um. At no point throughout this, I mean, from the very beginning, from the very moment her character was introduced. It felt authentic. You didn't question her character, who she was at any point in time throughout the movie. Um, she had like highs. Uh, well, I'm not. I don't mean highs and lows in terms of like her acting ability. I mean like the moments when she was high, when like, when she was bright, when she was fun. She had the moments yeah. when she was low. Just like quiet, all the know. emotions that like real people go through, and you never, never for a second question the character that she was playing. Yeah, you didn't even think about oh, this is a 
actress playing a character you're like no she is this person she is yeah. maggie hill uh, i thought her performance was stellar here so cooper um i know you wrote and directed and started this film you did a great job whoever casted dylan for this role uh what an incredible casting because she yeah. delivered in this yeah i actually role. tried to find the uh, the casting by credit on this film and i couldn't couldn't find it uh um on imdb but um yeah, let's let's hop into the uh, the cinematography real quick. Uh, so the cinematographer of the film were uh, R- Rachel Klein, and the film was edited by Autumn Day um, or D, I guess is, is maybe it's how it's pronounced, and also Cooper Rave has a editing credit. Um, so uh, the editing for me was a little bit choppy, uh, for which I guess counts uh, counts in the cinematography of the film, but uh, it, it was a little choppy for me. It was it was like a kind of like a low budget movie uh, is sort of how, like how it, how it felt. And I don't say that in the vacuum of like, I'm just trying to be critical because if I were to make a, you know, a film right now, a feature film, it would probably look somewhat similar to that as far as just some parts of it were a little choppy as far as the, 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 the cuts and um, you know, s- some of those things. Um, but what I can say is that uh, one of the great things, whether it's, they did this with a, a lot of the edits or whether this was in the script and they just captured this with the cinematography for it, the pauses in the film are excruciating, right? So the moments where somebody says something and then the other person just doesn't know how to fucking react and they just are just there and we're all just having to live in that moment. Yeah. Oh, they're excruciating and they're perfect. They, they, they fit the film. They, they make the film, I think, to me. is you, you have so many moments between both Alex and Maggie that are just these awkward, weird moments where neither of them really know what to say. And they're just like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, and then you get a lot of that. You and know? then even as like the viewer, you're just like, yeah, somebody needs something. <laughs> something blow up, right? Because we're used to that. When you're watching yeah. a Michael Bay movie, it's like, <laughs> He fills that space and time with yeah, an explosion. explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's no that's reason. It works. Yeah, um, and then Shia LaBeouf running out of just, somewhere. Just yeah. run, Tom Cruise. <laughs> just start sprinting. <laughs> um, and so I, I thought that was a, that that was kind of like a brilliant sort of uh, choice. And I think maybe it, it was a natural thing slash a, a conscious choice to do that. So uh, so I very much appreciated that. Outside of that, uh, the cinematography for me was was kind of pretty standard and and, and fair for you know this this type of movie. Yeah. So. The thing I love the most, like when they were inside of like a particular environment, right? Uh, like when, when they're at inside the dorm room, inside the house party, inside the cafeteria, I felt in those scenes, the cinematography was pretty standard. What I really, really like is the outdoor scenes. Um, the, they use this uh, style of shooting where it's like the characters weren't quite centered, right? Mm-hmm. They were not necessarily... Uh, not not out of focus, but they weren't. Uh, you're a fucking film guy. And What's I don't it know called? What the they're they're to get to. off center. I'm just gonna say off center. Sure. Uh, so like, remember in their walk up to the mountain to bury her turtle, mm-hmm. there were a lot of scenes in which um, maybe like the camera was still, and you saw the the actors' motions across the camera, mm. uh, and then they kind of went off camera. I remember the one scene where they're walking up the hill. Uh, just like I'm out of focus right now. Uh, framing yeah i'm out of frame yeah so there were scenes in which like you heard the conversation right like and 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 you were very much like involved in in the moment but like the the actors and the actresses weren't quite on camera right they were they were out of frame but like you're still very much involved in like the moment the conversation that they're having again particularly in their journey up to the top of the the hill at the school to bury 
the uh, the turtle. I'm not sure if you caught it, but there were a lot of moments in which like there was a still camera. There were no actors or actresses in frame, but you're still there. Yeah, uh, I feel like they did that tastefully. It's like I don't really even need to see you. I just need to hear you. Yeah, and like feel like what's going on, feel the conversation that you're having, and yeah. I feel like they did that really, really well when they were in like outdoor environments. They didn't do it well when they were like in the dorm room, in the cafeteria, at it, the party. You know what's uh, really interesting that actually you just reminded me of is is uh, two things. Uh, one, um, you like the the scenes where. The, the scene that stood out for me cinematography wise was actually the sex scene, the first sex scene um, between Alex and Mackie. Um, and the reason why I did is because the camera doesn't move. Like it, the camera just stays basically at the top of the bed. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's capturing the viewpoint looking uh, at the headboard. Yeah. And then the, it doesn't change. And it, you just get these, like you go from them to like, you know, kissing and rubbing and all that stuff. And then to when he's like, yeah, this is not going to work. And it, the camera doesn't break one time. It, it just stays on that same exact sh- shot. Yeah. It's very static. See, I like that because it felt like you're it's, the roommate. Yeah, just under watch the it. covers <laughs> watching. Like, I'm sure you've done that. Goes oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm a watcher. Okay. That's that's the shit. That, that's the porn that I watch. Uh, shout out to Pornhub.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is a particular scene particularly, that we're talking about. I, I, re, I rewound that scene. Good shit, I, like, I turned all all the lights <laughs> off. I even got Thanks. under the covers. That's like, weird. Okay, you're, you're releasing too much information. I don't need to know that. I want you to get to know me. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, so uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you, you reminded me of that, uh, as well as um, uh, the second thing I was going to say was something about the dialogue. Um, and now I lost it. I lost what the fuck I was going to say. Oh, well. probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, yeah for, for sake of time. Um, so uh, so let, let's move on uh, to the last thing, which is, and we can move through super quick, with, which is the soundtrack with the music by credit on here is Jack Krause. Um, let me just say quickly, some of the music I thought was, uh, it was clearly like, you know, the, the indie kind of music that would go along with a movie like this. Some of it was too, like, we didn't need all of it. Just simplify this, pare it down a little bit. Maybe, you know, some some little jingles here and there, but nothing that heavy. In fact, a lot of the moments that I really appreciated were the music uh, were the moments without music in it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, and I think that that was a choice that they made because maybe they were looking at other movies that are are pretty similar to this uh, particular movie. So they felt like maybe the obligatory indie fucking whatever song that they they wouldn't add to it. I didn't think it was necessary in this situation, but that's just my own humble opinion. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you. I think like the the scenes in which like uh, either the music was not present or they went with like an instrumental, um, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's like an acoustic guitar or like some type of strings or something like that in place of actual music. Yeah. Those, those are the only times in which I really noticed the music other than like the times they were at the party, whereas like you expect the music. Um, other than that, absence of music or uh more like instrumental background type of like strings something that like gave like texture and flavor to like whatever scene you're watching were more powerful than like the actual music yeah um so uh let, let's wrap this up uh let me give you that quick story that I, I promised uh quick story uh so i was the reason why this movie kind of like hit me a, a different way is because i like i identify with this character so much in fact i like i kind of was just like pissed at his character because it's just like so i i uh so I was, I met a woman, uh, and we, we hooked up. It was, it was, you know, it was great, but also it was a case where it was just like, 
read the room, bro. Like this has a natural expiration date. Let's just let it expire, you know? Yeah. But it's when you're going through your own shit where you're, you're, you're going through your own, again, like maybe you're going through something in your life where you're sad about something or, and you need something to distract you. And so you're like, this is it. Now I have the thing to distract me from that emptiness and pain that I feel. So you pour yourself into this thing when it doesn't need that kind of attention, you know? And, and you're like, you call a lot, text messages, and there's just nothing more. Like my worst fear in life is to get to a really like high stature in life, just to have somebody like, but he sent me these text messages like, like 10 years ago. Cause it's going to be embarrassing. I'm sure. Like he said, he loved me, you know? And it's just like, see, I'd love that. I'm like, yeah, I'd <laughs> look at my Range Rover. <laughs> what are you driving? <laughs> What does that even mean in this scenario? Yeah, Why does that matter? Fucking, fucking throw a grenade over at her. Like, fuck you. Um, so where do you even get grenades? I don't know, dude. I what are we talking about? I don't know. Uh, so well, now I'm gonna have to find out for us both, just in case we ever need them. Just in case. Um, but uh, so you know, we dated, not dated, but just we hooked up, and and I kind of like overstayed the welcome, and I you know text messages and calling and just like hey you know it was great why don't you want to continue this and it's just like there's nothing more unattractive than that like side of it of just like just come on dude like just and i keep wanting to go back to the younger self and be like just what's your worst just let it go pre-hookup story like pre-hookup story uh, post 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 hookup story about like you know obsessing about it or yeah post-humus sex I don't. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't know how that fits in this scenario, but okay. When you smash something, yeah, man or woman, if you smash, you smash, yeah. Uh, and then like you just didn't handle the 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 post humus sex well. Uh, I'll go first. Sure. I remember. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. I, I, have no, I, don't, I have no. Let, let's hurry this up though, because yeah. we gotta. We gotta. I remember one up. time, and this is like when memes were like first a thing, right? Like memes, sending memes were like it was new. Sure. Uh, this is like 2013. Mm. I remember I met this girl at the bar. It was maybe like 2012. Met this girl at the bar. You know, she was like, she was the uh, the the aggressor, right? She came up to me like, dude, I fucking like you. We were making out at the bar. We went back to my place, smashed. Next morning, we hooked up again. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. I was yeah. like, you want to go to brunch? Like, you want to get some, like, go get some food? She's like, nah. nah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm like. Cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I sent her this text, not a text, a meme. Yeah. Terrible meme. Oh, no. It was like some meme, like, like you're great. Oh, you know, Jesus. I think <laughs> you're uh, awesome. At least it was, was it cheesy enough where it was ironic? No, it was just uh, bad. Yeah. Like, uh, like I, I have nightmares about it. <laughs> it was like, it was, um, there was the most like cheesy, just fucking like, I, to this day, if, yeah. Despite everything that's happened, I'm if I had a time machine, I could go back, I could change the course. If I could collected all six or all five infinity stones. Kill baby just, Hitler. Nope. Yeah, it's no. just fuck that. Go back to this I moment. Send that text message. If Tony was like, listen, I want to keep everything I have. I want to bring back everything that we lost. Right? I'm like, Tony, I'm sorry. Fuck your kid. I don't care if you and Pepper got married. I don't care if we lost half of 
I'm going to unsend that text message. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, no, I honestly, I think it's, it, I, I think it may not be the most like, you know, uh, event laden story, but I think it's this story that I was telling about this, this, this woman I hooked up with and it was just like, and it was a case where she was just doing her own thing. Like she was, you know, she was, uh, she's a grad student and she's like working on, you know, her grad shit. And then here's this like little fucking pipsqueak dude. Just like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? You okay? Is everything all right? And it's just like, yeah, just go on, do better, dude. That's why I'm glad Um, on Instagram now you can unsend text messages. Can you? Uh, you can unsend messages. Yeah. yeah. So to any of our listeners, do what I do. Unsend <laughs> that shit and you don't get a response within 15 minutes. Uh, yeah. You'll thank me. They can still see that you podcast. sent that though. So. That you listen to all four hours of yeah. this episode. Yeah, it's, episode, it's been about five hours. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I identify with this story, man. And I very I, like no matter what you might think about the story, I just very much appreciate somebody being that bear with their own story because yeah. clearly it's something that was really personal to him um, and very just like just kind of like quiet story in terms of just like nothing crazy happens it's just you know somebody kind of just going through shit but i appreciate that he was willing and able to kind of go there with himself uh for for a lot of the shit especially the shit with his family of like being just you know because how much of that is just like that's forget this stuff that happened with uh with uh the relationship displaying that stuff that he was talking about with his family of just like missing them and like really he just like really loved them that was that was a lot to bear yeah. you know, uh, to, to, to like show people. And, and so like, uh, uh, shout out to, 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 uh, to Cooper Rafe. Um, uh, you know, last thing, if you take yeah. anything from this movie, um, I'm just fucking be honest, like be honest with yeah. yourself about your emotions, yes. be honest with yourself yeah. about yeah. the troubles that you're going through, whether yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, I'm struggling, you know, cause he wasn't afraid to like, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm yeah. having a hard time. And she was like, you know, I'm not having a hard time here, but I've had a hard life. I've come from like, I've, I've struggled with my experiences here. Yeah. I feel comfortable yeah because i've struggled so much there yeah. um that is like the one theme that i took from this movie uh, yeah so if you're if you're in if you're in college right now or high school and and you're a fucking clown like this guy alex uh <laughs> know that there's a um what's on the other side of the rainbow is it a, a pot of gold is that how that saying goes i'm bad with sure. your yeah we're just gonna move on um so uh yeah <laughs> is a pot of gold at the end of the at the other side of the rainbow or is there a fucking uh, evil leprechaun what is it I think both. I don't know. Both? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Anyway, we both like this movie. <laughs> we press play on this movie. If you like this movie, <laughs> did you, did you, sometimes you have to just move on and yeah, don't yeah. explain it. Yeah, well, if I could tell my younger self that, mm-hmm. I, I, I swear. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. Don't <laughs> <laughs> send that text yeah. message. Right? <laughs> she won't respond. Uh, um, so, yeah, shout out to uh, to Cooper Rafe. Um, we, uh, we love the film uh, Shithouse. One weird note super last thing as jink would say on on t by t um but uh i don't know why they named it shithouse the actual scene where they actually meet at shithouse was such a small part of the fucking movie and it's never really brought up again i don't know why it was called shithouse maybe just for thrills like okay there's nothing else really terribly exciting maybe it's just like a catchy movie title it yeah i think that's what it was scrolling and you see shithouse Shithouse, you're like hmm might stop on that. Let's okay. see what that's about. You know, it's a uh, SEO, right? Search engine optimization. It's uh, people are going to see this and they're going to be yeah, like, oh, that, that nerd shit. I don't want to hear about all of that. All right. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so we press play on shit house. Uh, drop a comment in the comment section below. Let us know what the fuck you think about the, the movie. If you happen to see it. Um, 
you can catch it on Amazon Prime. Uh, that's where we watched it. Um, also, I think it's on on Vudu as, as well. If you happen to have Vudu, uh, and uh, yeah, let, let us know what you think about the movie. I'm really really curious what other people, especially people who had you know college experiences and things like that, how they felt about sort sort of where this film might have taken them emotionally. Um, with that being said, uh, look, this is a very long podcast as as was our last episode. Whatever. This is what we do. This is we like to yeah, talk. We like to talk movie part. shit. We like to talk entertainment shit. What do you What do you want from us? You know, this is what we do. Um, this is what they pay us for. They don't pay us. Nobody pays us. Um, one day somebody yeah, hopefully yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the people at Quibi. Yeah. <laughs> well, they obviously don't want, mind setting their money on fire. So <laughs> their last their last dish effort. <laughs> They're like, all right, this is all the money we've got. Fate podcast, all in. <laughs> they push all the chips. Um, so and they so only yeah. have a royal flush. <laughs> no, they're not a royal flush. They just have. I was like, that's good. They, isn't it? they just have a jack, a ten, a seven of clubs, and a three of hearts. Like none of that means anything. <laughs> Um, so we appreciate you guys listening to podcasts. Uh, if you stuck with it all the way through, we, we obviously know it was, it was one of the, one of our longer podcasts, but, uh, we, we appreciate you. Uh, but hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. If you, if you roll with us, uh, as Doja Cat would say, uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Uh, with that being said, uh, I think, uh, I think this is going to work. Let, let, let's see here. Uh, we are going to hit the very usual protocol fade out peace the fuck out ladies and gentlemen